1933. My daddy owns the globe. The whole of America is abuzz with talk of expeditions to the Antarctic. Look at this, Jim. The Adelaide Penguin. So delicate, so fragile, so unique. Hand me the heater jar. Starkweather and Moore lead a group of scientists, engineers and journalists to investigate the ill-fated Miskatonic expedition and try to understand the massive mountains found on the ice. Are these instruments right? RPGMP3.com presents an iconic adventure from Chaosium based on the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. Are the Marcus? Journey Beyond the Mountains of Madness. Click beep. I hate that bitch. So number set to zero and now count to go. <gasps> wow. My <I> t- goodness. <laughs> after how four, four years, years of yeah, after four years of recording, Lindsay's turned the recorder on of her own volition. Well no, it's not because I wanted to do it or anything. But... Okay. So who remembers where we, we were? Hammer? Uh we yeah. are looking up and trying to find the rest of the stuff really, we needed for the show. Like There's a lot of stuff. Solved the rail car well yes it was. You were um, doing all kinds of stuff. I have announcements to make. Oh hang on, Lindsay has announcements. Well, not for them. Oh. I have announcements when people are going to wonder what that funny sniffling noise is. Oh, need to explain yeah. that we're rocking at our house now. Yes, we are. Yes. And that the funny sniffling thing is Ruby. Hey, Ruby. So if she makes sniffling noises, then screw you. Then we know it's not Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Generally. And we haven't. Yes, we have. He'll be introduced shortly. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, carry on. Where were we? Yes, you were sorting out your stuff. Ship itineraries, which apparently was extremely exciting listening. <laughs> but thankfully he's hopefully mostly out of the way. Yeah. Hey. I got the biggest list. I have to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's half of it. Missing. <laughs> hey, well, technically I got the biggest list. You just got the most stuff missing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ned's list was My short, list was but small empty. And I will play complete. a Texan. You missed <gasps> one thing. Very good. Yes. It's a good one. We like it. Do you have Actually, any mythical creatures, Mr. Texan? Hmm? Does Texas have any mythical creatures? Quite a few, actually. No. Jackalope, the Mars Do they have bird. hedgehogs in Texas? Yeah. Mm. I've not seen this them. This is a temperate zone. <laughs> doesn't feel temperate in the summer. It doesn't feel temperate now. It feels very cold. Yeah, it's pretty Texas cold. Texas has two, two, two seasons, summer and August. <laughs> oh, no, it's pretty chilly out there. I think we're going to hit freezing tonight, perhaps. Yeah. yeah enjoy it. It's going to be like one of the three days that it does. Then it's going to be burning hot tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay took some pretty good pictures last year. It'll be 80 degrees. I made a calendar of my pictures, everybody. It's very good. And then I gave it to Hal for a Christmas present because I'm yeah, cheap. Yeah, Texas says, well, they got the jackalope. So cheap. The Marfa lights, which I'm not sure what that is. They're weird creatures from Texas. I like that. Yeah. Jackalope. Right, it is September the 3rd, I believe, according to my notes. I hope somebody's keeping track on your calendar, which you've got. Um, <laughs> There's yeah, a, a calendar. calendar in there. You've all started to land with man. No. <laughs> Calendar. No. There's one in there, I'm sure. The rich, pretty guy that no one ever suspects he's Batman. Batman. <laughs> Did you not realize that Ned had based his character on Batman? Oh. Considering his character's named what? Named what? Wayne Bruce? Yeah. No, it's called Tracy something, I think. Tracy Hawkins. Oh, it's here for Tracy Watkins. Watkins. serial killer. Have you got um, a calendar? Because if not, I have one here. Photocopy you one. We have the technology. There is a calendar. I knew there was. Stop talking and winding up the dog. <laughs> if you wind up the dog, you have to play with it. It's like a toy. Very good. No, I'm just poking here. So it's currently the 3rd of September, which is a Sunday, apparently. Oh, Rudy. Is he scaring you? Yeah, I'd be scared between his legs as well. 
The third of what? All right, that's another three years off for that one. That's what we need. Call of Cthulhu is directed by Quentin Tarantino. No. So what are we at? You had just... This year? You'd just got up in the morning on the 3rd of September and you had read the newspaper article in the morning edition of the paper, which I gave you and you read. Oh, yeah. I believe David read it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's woolly. Because it was woolly, <laughs> yes. Boing, boing. <laughs> which is um, in there, you should have a copy of it, which was the one that starts Commander Douglas to join Expedition. Oh, that's it, yeah. Yep. Famed sea captain returns to Antarctic waters. Oh, do I need to read it again? You don't have no, to. It was read in the previous one, just so you blah, got blah, hold blah, of it. Blah, 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 James start with a blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Commander Douglas, invaluable addition to our expedition. <laughs> Douglas, 25-year veteran, merchant marine, sailing master, <laughs> Arkham, 1930 voyage. Very good. Could not yes. be reached for comments. Yes, we know why. Why? Oh, I thought, oh, oh. oh <laughs> there I'm you gonna... go. It's because there's two weeks between every game. I'm really, really confused. We're getting there. It'll be better soon. Because we'll be on our new schedule. I'm having a hot flush. New schedule means you can get a plot. You can open the window a bit wider. No, I'm, good. I'm just waiting for the, the stream of police cars to go zooming past it. So. <laughs> just like old times. So you're the bat cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you meet in the rules room, I believe it's called, where you meet every morning in the hotel. Yes. Um, and... Um, you're introduced to a new team member who has apparently paid his way onto the expedition, uh-huh. just like you have. Oh. Miss, Miss Tatton Brown. I have not paid my way onto this expedition. Um, right. Because of Daddy my... did. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was a good one. Oh. <laughs> and, um, He's asked to introduce himself. You can't look a bum yet, so you're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Rue. Anyway, He's asked know. to introduce himself. Okay. And does. I will look okay. distrustfully. And describe himself. Because obviously yeah. everyone in the room is blind because there's a power shortage. Yeah. I'll just turn on the lights. <laughs> okay. My name is Charles de Borgne. I from, you know, it's like I am like the uh, preeminent cryptozoologist from the University of Texas A&E. <laughs> You've got a university place as a cryptozoologist in the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Chances are you probably do something else as well. Yes. Whatever else. Anthropology, perhaps? I pretty much I hunt down things. <laughs> oh no, another beard. Great, you can hunt down this list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Tracy, um, I think that would be a fine idea. If you want to... Um, what you called again, sir? Sorry. <laughs> Ruby, stop snorting. A bespectacled English gentleman's talking to you. You know he is um, Professor Moore, who is one of the organisers of the expedition. Your name, sir? Charles. Charles de Bonia. Charles. You're not French, are you? Czech. Oh dear. Daddy would not be very happy with me talking to you. He really doesn't like the French. Something about a war or something. <laughs> My family comes from Prague. White flag waving surrender monkeys. Is Prague in France? No. So he's come to join I'm the sure bombs? it is. Yeah. I'm sure you just don't know your geography. Well, Cosme Savecosi. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Speak louder. Well, Cosme Savecosi. Quit growling. That's funny. 
Yeah, that was the Did you switch Latin for Czech, or have you put that as your main language? No, it's, it's, he has no written it's a smattering of Czech. He's yeah. from Texas. Okay. Very good. We don't need skills for that. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, um, so um, if uh, Tracy and the rest of you who have something to do with the itinerary, uh, the inventory you want to share with uh, Charles here, I'm sure that'll be fine. Um, I've done all my inventory, you'll be happy to hear. Oh, very good. I understand that uh, Nicole will be otherwise engaged for uh, the time being. Uh, yes, she has been recalled back to work for my father for a little while. Okay, uh, do we know if she's going to be accompanying us? Um, we're not sure right now, actually. Okay. There's some kind of scandal going on that I'm not really at liberty to say. Uh, okay, if you say so. So, um, yes, um, I'd like you to continue with what you've got on there. I'm trying to sort out any problems with the inventory. If you have any issues, please come and ask me. Um, I'll see what I can do. Um, how are we paying for these? Well, oh, if you have requisitions, pass them through me. I'll, um, try and get them sorted. But, uh, obviously, if there's things that haven't been delivered, then, um, we'll need to contact who was supposed to deliver it, so obviously they can get them here in time. Okay. Obviously, we'd rather have their expense. If it's our fault, then, of course, we'll pay. But, um, if it's not, then we need to have it arranged. Yeah, you can look these up. Yeah, you could look these up. That's so kind of you. And you frowned upon me asking for help. You're just offloading yours. That's not mine. That's your uh, camera woman's. Camera woman's. I like that. Camera woman. I don't know how they expect me to manage now without somebody to carry my bags for me. Where are we located at right now? You're in New York. You've just (laughs) met. Um, The expedition leaves in a few days' time. And you're checking the... um, Cargo manifests. There are several issues with the cargo manifests. <laughs> I.e., some of the stuff hasn't arrived, it's not where it should be. Um, Jenna got the easiest list. This is Jenna. She got yeah. the easiest list um, in the sense that, what was it? Some cream wasn't in the fridge. I had a very long, complicated list to deal with, thank you very much. Yeah, some cream wasn't yeah. in the fridge. I went and Roger the cabin boy. <laughs> Roger the cabin boy. Oh, yeah, and she managed to get somebody else to do it all for her anyway, so. It's all so did I find the the freak who stole the harmonica? <coughs> no. Bless you. Yeah. Excuse me. And all the people that you just drowned. <coughs> oh, this is your that's your complete manifest. So, what are you doing today, the third of September, in the Amherst Hotel at the moment? Ruby, you are noisy. <laughs> I start going through the manifests and uh, see who uh, messed up on their shipping. So you're going to start calling people who are supposed to have um, delivered to you? Yep. Okay, We've all the uh, American Everybody's people love to get the, uh, sled dogs. You, you've got sled dogs. Okay, then how do we know which ones we need to get and which ones we don't I have? I think Ned marked them, did you know? Are the ones with the marks and stuff we don't have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ned, Ned's list was basically, yeah, you've got that. No, you well, haven't no, got that. Oh, um, Nicole's list. Mine was the easy one. Because I actually wrote no, no, gone. Uh, no, no, gone. The actual yeah, manifest. How much time do we have to get all this stuff together? A few days. Okay. There's also other things to do. This is just one of the tasks that you've been assigned. Mm. There's other things. You've um, been assigned part of today. You're going to have your um, medical, your dental appointment. You're going to have okay. your um, Antarctic gear fitted. And uh, you're going to have your press I'm photographs taken. I'm getting mine specially made by the oh. family tailor. <coughs> Good for you. So, who wants to do which list? Ned, what are you looking at? Which list? I'm um, looking at three. 
Okay, what are you looking for? Um, the Somebody's boards tired. for the sleds. Oh dear. Ah yes, each containing 900 board feet, two tons of lumber. Yeah, two long sleds. They're just not there. They're missing. I'll go with those and the bow saws for replacement yep. blades. Oh yes, I figured of course. I can get them from the same place. So you're gonna call up the people who um, sent you the bow saw blades and see if they'll send you actual bow saws. Yeah. Okay. Contact them, and then I'm gonna contact the uh, film developing company ah, yes. to get my equipment or the equipment for and the chemicals for film development. Okay, you call the people for the bow saws. Hello. Yes, uh, my name is Tracy Watkins. I am um, calling on behalf of the uh, Starkweather Moor Expedition. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, and um, we were sent a manifest that was supposed to have 900 boards and um, bow saws. Unfortunately, nine, you four sent bow us saws. four bow saws. 900 bow saws? Where are you? No, 900 boards. Oh, yes. For the feet of lumber. Mm-hmm. And uh, four bow saws. Um, I don't think the boards would have come from us, but the bow saws would have done. Um, they not unfortunately, you sent us uh, four replacement blades for the bow saws. Oh. Hang on a second. Uh, do you have an invoice number? You do? Uh, yes. Uh, 431. Oh, very good. Hang on. Um, she wanders off and you can hear some shuffling in the background. Um, yes, um, it says here that, um, ah, oh, okay, um, it does appear we've sent you, um, some replacement blades instead of some bosos. Uh, we do apologise, I'll rush them to you. Uh, thank you very much. No problem. And your name is? Um, Catherine. Catherine. Alright, thank you, Catherine. Pleasure. Click. Put her name down. <laughs> Catherine. Catherine. <coughs> For the gum. <laughs> Hi, Home Depot. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, Depot. <laughs> no, Lady go. You are, you I need 900 boards. <laughs> 900 board for yeah, two tons of lumber. Yeah, That'll the, be Home Depot. <laughs> it's it's the, for the construction of the base camp. You need this lumber. Uh, but yes, you find a local lumber yard. Um, um, looking through the invoices, you can't find an invoice for this lumber. It looks like it's never been ordered. Okay. Right. There is a large lumber yard across in Noe Jersey. Where you can get it from. Yep. Um, it reckons they'll probably cost about $100, which will include shipping to the ship. Uh, that should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead. Um, you know what? Let's just go ahead and order an even thousand. Okay. Yes, sir. Good heavy wood, sir. Yes, sir. We'll have it shipped to the ship. Um, and make sure it's expedited. Of course, sir. Yes, sir, sir. And so you just you, anything you have to requisition goes through more, and he okay's it without much of an issue, because he knows that without the wood you're not going to be able to build the camp, and without building the camp you're going to freeze to death. Right. Why do we need harmonica? <laughs> you're obsessed with those harmonicas. Why do we need them? Entertainment. There's only two. That's why we have. Well, how many uh, how many harmonicas can you put up with playing at the same time? One. <laughs> <laughs> well, so why do we have two? Just in case you lose one. What's the point? It's a lose one. That's a good thing. You go into the Antarctic, everything has to have a backup system, including the harmonica. Is that why we have two guitars? Yeah, totally. The guitar. Guitar. 
Anything else you're looking for, Ned? Um, calling up the uh, film company. Yes, hello. Uh, yes. Uh, we were supposed to receive... Uh, I'm sorry, my name is uh, Tracy Watkins. I'm with the Stark Weather Moor Expedition. Ah, yes. Um, we shipped your boxes. They should have them by now. Nah, we have not received those. Is oh. there a way you can track the number and see where it's uh, well, been shipped? Well, according to what I've received here paperwork-wise, you should have had one large box of film development equipment and supplies. Correct. Unfortunately, we did not receive those. Oh, um, they should be there. They were delivered to the warehouse on the dock. Which warehouse? The one at the dock, where the ship is, I believe. Okay. Unfortunately, we did not receive it. Have you had a good look around the warehouse? Yes. Um, the box is... Uh, let me describe it to you, sir. Perhaps it's there and just got shuffled aside. Sometimes those stevedore types, they do kind of... Well, shove things out of the way into dark corners. It's a possibility. Um, he describes the box to you. It's quite a large box. It's wooden. It has... Um, clacks and film supplies written on it. Okay. Um, give it a search, sir. If you still can't find it in an hour or two, uh, give us a call back and we'll reship the gear shipment to you. Okay. <coughs> Very good. Okay. Um, now... Are you going to search the uh, warehouse? Two large crate tools. Where are you? Top one... Yeah. Oh, yeah, one crate of tools. Vices, right. small lids, files, drills, etc. Yeah, you figured this one out. Uh, these tools... Um, they're actually perfect condition and brand new, but they're for fixing marine engines, not for fixing right. plane engines. So you need to return them to uh, <coughs> need to return to Baltimore, and new kits need to come from Boeing. Yep. So you you call Bertram Ironworks in Baltimore and organise for the return of the marine engine tools, and then you call uh, Boeing, and they'll send you the correct ones. Okay. That's what I'll do. Yeah, it happens. It reckons three days for the arrival of those. Are you going to search the warehouse for the developing equipment? Yes. What's your look? My look? Your l- look. <laughs> 75. <laughs> <laughs> and on a roll, on a roll of a bat, you. in the back corner you find a, a box that resembles the box that was described to you, um, except for it, it's labelled chocolate. You kind of have a nose inside, and you find that it's actually filled with film development equipment. Alrighty. <laughs> Clearly these people know how to write correctly. We'll scrape that off and go ahead and... Film development equipment, yep. Film development equipment. And have it shifted onto boat. Very good. Anyone else want to do anything? You want to look for your harmonicas? No, I'll do those last. <laughs> really? You can do that in town. Yeah. Two. Just to find climbing gear and explosives. Oh dear. You have no explosives. Hold on, let's do David. What you got? Okay. Uh, number seven. Yeah. Case astronomy equipment and instruments and notebook. Geiger, Muller, counter, all the other stuff. Uh, yes. Not there. Hmm. Are you, what are you gonna, where are you going to look? Are you going to look around? Are you just going to... Well, I'm going to look in the warehouse again before I start making phone calls to people. Okay. You going to check with anyone? Whoever loaded it into the warehouse. This kind of equipment would probably have been checked out by Mo, because he's the head scientist on the expedition. Alright, I'll go see him. Ah, uh, hello, uh, how can I help you? He's doing paperwork. Looking the, panicked. The, uh, astronomy equipment and stuff did not... It's not in the warehouse or anywhere, where it should be. He thinks for a minute. Ah, oh yes, the astronomy things are the, um, Geiger counters. I believe they got put in the luggage room of the Amherst. 
they'd be there. I think they were slightly early. Um, we had them stored there. I just haven't moved them to the ship yet. If you could sort that out, that would be brilliant. Thank you. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You stick your head in the hotel luggage room, and there's a couple of boxes of um, astronomy equipment and Geiger counters. I love it's so mean. All right. After we get all those sorted back over to the yep. ship. Six caustic soda canisters. Six. Six canisters of caustic soda. Okay. Not there. Nope. You have a look around, but you don't seem to be able to find anything like that. You think you're probably going to have to purchase it from um, a laboratory supply house. All right. If you wanted. Well, we need four crates of them. I'm, par- I'm thinking we might want them. Okay. <laughs> you um, call a local laboratory supplier who says that they can do four crates of six caustic soda canisters for about $9. What? Alright. Okay. Do you want to come down and collect them, sir, or should I have them delivered? They're two blocks away from the dock. I'm delivered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The miner is very lazy. Well, I can go do other stuff. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yes, sir. Right. Harmonicas. Okay, what are you going to do with them? I'm going to go to a music shop and buy okay. two harmonicas. Two harmonicas cost you $8. All right. <laughs> I got a flute for Christmas. I could tell you and show you all how I played. You are pretty good. And it was nice that Thing bought you the book on how to play the flute. Under Mr. Frosty. Under Mr. Frosty, yes. <laughs> you know, I was moaning about not having one. He sent me one. It's called the Mr. Snowman. Yeah. It's pretty close. To, it's, it's pretty close. It's very nice. What are you doing, yeah. dog? He's and, going for uh, the pink pillow. Yeah. I'll go put them where That's they need fine, to be. Okay. Though. It says Deaver on it. It wasn't mine. Are you looking for anything <laughs> specific there, Charles? What, what oh. list have they given you? He's getting in the dice bag. 433. What list? 32. What list you got? 432 and 433. Gotcha. What are you looking for? Dynamite, (laughs) blasting caps, blasting fuse, and cement. Nice. (laughs) It's the first (laughs) list. (laughs) Alright, what are you looking for first? Well, we could probably take out all the explosives at the same time. So you're going to look for the explosives. Or if you like a big enough fuse. (laughs) The explosives, the blasting caps. And the dynamite. And oh, the yeah, dynamite the and dynamite, the blasting caps. The blasting caps and the fuses. You find out that the ammonia gelatin dynamite and the blasting caps were ordered from Giordano's construction supply in Newark. Okay. Um, you call around a few people and uh, find that the explosives haven't been delivered because of a New Jersey law that requires all purchases of large quantities of explosives to be licensed. Um, Giordano's have apparently sent several letters to Starkweather advising him of this, but he hasn't responded. So we need someone who's licensed explosives. Yep. Um, Mm. Apparently you need to visit Newark um, and have a session or two with the New Jersey State Police and the $5 licensing fee. Uh, Or... Send the mining engineer. Right. We'll send the mining. Okay. This is now your problem. <laughs> David. <laughs> Charles hands you this manifest. Oh, Ruby, what's he doing to you? Out. Smell it. Smell it. Sniff it out. Go find it. Go find it. <laughs> Track. Oh, you're funny, dog. She's like a noisy version of the cats. 
Um, he's you handed you this because um, you, have a, you have an explosives permit. You'll have an explosives permit, and you'll be able to go to New Jersey and purchase these um, things. But you'll have to go to New Jersey. New Jersey. You can. <laughs> I get a handle explosives. People will be nicer to me. Uh, you go. No, over. dear, they really won't. The that will just leave you alone further and further away. <laughs> <laughs> You wake up That's one it. day and we packed out and left. You just scratched your neck with your ring. Notice how she's trying to be quiet and you just yell it out. I see that, yeah. Doesn't right. Yeah, let me look. Move your hand. It's fine, it's below, although you did catch it. It's Always catch it. blood. It's not gushing blood. Don't tell her that, you're free. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a good blood. <laughs> Somebody credit their wife, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, you realise that the blasting cap's out there as well. So um, you head over there. What's she got now? You manage to get yourself your dynamite. She has some... And um, rope. Yeah. you're checking the blasting caps and you uh, realise that they're electrically fired blasting caps. And um, you, don't, need you don't want those electric ones. Yes, you need uh, fused caps, so you switch those for uh, twenty dollars. Right. Uh, you have easily managed to get. Uh, oh yes, the timed blasting fuses are not present either. You pick those up as well. They cost you an additional thirty thirty dollars for the replacement coils of fuse. All right. So you good? I see that you're collapsed, my darling. Anything like else you need to find off that list while we're there? That list? The cement. Cement. Yeah. Quick setting cement. They're missing. You look at the um, set of invoices, it appears they've never been ordered. You can't find them in the warehouse. It appears they've never been ordered. Yep. Um, Mo gives you an invoice number. Alright. Which you check against the um, orders, and apparently that's a spare rudder assembly, so that's incorrect. So it looks like you're going to have to buy a bag of cement. Alright, pop out. <laughs> you do that on the way to New Jersey. Yeah. You can yeah. buy a bag of cement for 50 cents each. So the whole lot will cost you $20 for 40 bags. Yeah. Oh, that's cheap. It's the 1930s. Oh, Would that's you right. like four Everything costs a nickel. I'm not convinced. I'll <laughs> oh, smile. Quiet is that you're okay. <laughs> oh, you're bad. <laughs> I know where you live, David. I know where you live. Hey, you well, yes, got, but you can't drive. You should have gone and checked the post before starting this game. I can walk. Oh, can we go and check the post? No, it's okay. Uh, no, I can go. We can check it later. Right, anyone else want to do anything, or uh, is that enough for you're new? You're in New Jersey, that's your day done. Thank you, sweetie, what is yeah. it? It's very well, nice. multitasking. It's a peanut butter. Yeah, I'll go get nice. sized up for my Arctic gear. And you have your dental appointment, your medical, your photograph. That's yeah. your day done. You're in Jersey, that's the whole day. I have to contact the uh, food company that delivered our food. What are you looking for? Well, what list number? Uh, six. List six. Yep. Ruby likes this now. What are you looking for? Uh, well, we're gonna have to switch out the uh, oil, oil sardines. Sardine to, oil, yes. To, and actually uh, have thirty small crates of sardines rather than several large cans of sardine oil. Right. Yeah. Um. We have to change out the uh, eight cans of uh, pepper mm-hmm. 
because we got dried red pepper. Yep. Um, got a song stuck in my head. Instead of eight ounces of marmalade, we got empty cans. Four marmalade. <laughs> Four marmalade. Yeah. Uh, the company apologizes greatly and gets the stuff sending on to you. Um, While you're on the phone, you also order eight 12 pound bags of flour and four eight pound boxes of bullion cubes? Yes. I thought so. <laughs> as well as uh, three ounce or eight bottles of Worcestershire sauce. I love that. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. 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 Even if you're English, you can't. Worcestershire. Get that one, right? I can't. Technic- technically, if you pronounce every word, it's Worcestershire. 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 It's silly. Remember, Ned couldn't pronounce it? It's Worcestershire. Yeah, but he didn't say boing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woolly. E O I N G. Boing. 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 Nobody died, but it's a right mess. You should see it. It's on the page scrapped the along the... Wow. And uh, the cube sugar. Yep, they agree to send those to you immediately. Are they woolly cubes? Okay. Okay. So you're good? Yes, they're woolly cubes. Yes. <laughs> Filled with wool. Right, anyone else doing anything that day? Or is that the 3rd of September over? What are you doing? You're coming back from New Jersey. Well, i got to go to the bathroom. What, in real life, or...? In the game. In the game. I mean, I haven't gone all day. What, in real life? No, in the game. <laughs> You go. There's Today a, a, I've gone twice. Really? Was it enjoyable? Yeah. Yeah. I can walk afterwards. <laughs> You're a horrid, horrid boy. <laughs> a horrid boy. Is anyone doing anything else for the um, 3rd of September? You've had a busy day, actually. No, so I the 4th arrives. Early in the morning, You are before the sun is up, there is some... Um, well, let's make some make some listen checks. Everybody, everybody, including me, am I back yet? Yeah, you're back. Oh. You'll have got back late at night, probably. All right, making sure. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Sixty-seven. Listen. All right. You're in the hotel. Everybody's staying in the hotel. Fifty-six. Nope. You're all deaf. Eighty-six. No, oh, it's a. Uh, the mayor's haven't popped yet. Oh, right, yeah, because you've been... I on, have an excuse. Because you've been on the boat yeah. to New Jersey. Yep, they haven't popped yet. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. Good. Lynn's met me a listen, Jack. How's the dog? She can't yeah. hear over constant nagging. You roll this dice that I'm holding in my hand. <laughs> You're asleep. It's the morning of the 4th of September. What was that, dear? When compared to your listen. No, Blum's always first okay, on those dice. 38, then. What, what am I trying to get? Under your go. Where's Thirty-five. You know, you didn't manage it, but you kind of. All of you are vaguely stirred out awake, but you jump bolt upright, and you're right, there's a pounding on a door down the corridor. Was that a morning wood face, dear? <laughs> no. What did she just go? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know it like that. <laughs> yeah, the morning kickstand. <laughs> morning kickstand. Oh my god, like in the 40 year old version, he went to go pee and it like, shot him in his face. <laughs> Thankful I've never seen that. Oh Stop. my god. No, we, t- we turned it on the channel randomly and we just see him walking around the massive boner. <laughs> he goes to sit down and just. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was the best part of that. I think we accidentally movie. picked a Beavis or Butthead. I'm not quite sure which. <laughs> it's yeah, both. That was, that was the best the part movie. of that entire movie. There's a lot of movies like that. You've ever seen Skin Deep? Nope. Deep Throat. No. no. <laughs> so we were saying. Sorry, we were movies yeah, we were role playing. Okay. There's a so hammer. I heard it. <laughs> you wake up and jump out of bed. Everybody else kind of is vaguely disturbed by a hammering on a door down the corridor. Don't you know what time it is? You're all woken up. More! Blast you, man! I want you awake more! It's um, Starkweather's voice in very bad American because I can't do it. Y'all. Are you sticking your head out into the. It's more, y'all. What's going on out there? You stick your head out into the corridor. Starkweather stood in robe and pyjamas, standing outside of Moe's door. His hair is dishevelled and he's unshaven. One fist is beating furiously on Moe's door, with the morning paper crushed in the other. Uncharacteristically, Starkweather is in an utter rage. Is there a problem? He's hugely angry. Go back to bed! You can't help! I would if you would stop banging. He keeps banging and banging and slamming against the door. Would you like me to open it for you? He eventually bursts it open and storms inside, slamming it behind him. Mo is still in bed, scrambling for his glasses. You catch that as he... Uh, I walk over the door, door closes. He thrusts, you see him kind of thrust the paper in his face as the door slams behind you. Kind of Listen in, the outside the door. It's her, Moe. All the time it was her. I should have known. Who else could it have been? The conniving witch. I should have suspected her hand in things from the beginning. Blast it, more. Listen to me. Take the glass. <laughs> How else could she stop me? Who else would have switched those cans of fish with oil? Who else has the money to spy on us, to throw things in our way? Ruin our goods, sabotage the dog cages, delay our trains, poison the minds of trusted employees, bribe to steal, to throw barricades before us for her own spiteful little reasons. Won't allow it, Mo. Not this time. She won't get the upper hand this time. I'll prove to everyone she's nothing more than a... I'm sorry. Pro <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. He seems Boy, to stop. That sounds so much like her, though. He seems, <laughs> <laughs> he seems to stop everyone looking at you. Don't point at me like it's me. He seems to stop mid-sentence and uh, kind of looks towards the door, which is ever so slightly starting to open. And he kind of looks out into the corridor to see everybody. Everyone who's on this floor seems to be stood outside, kind of trying not to listen. I'm still in bed. I have one of those sleep masks. He throws the newspaper down in front of um, the professor. Um, advance the schedule, Mo. We're leaving on the ninth. The ninth, Mo. See to it. And Mo, get me a woman, one who knows science. And he storms out. No, no, not the science of that. He brushes past everybody and disappears <laughs> into his room. This is a very nice alcoholic drink, isn't that the yeah, dog's about that, no. Isn't that the dog's mouthwash? <laughs> yes, the dog has mouthwash. I've given the dog a drug, so you notice she's quiet now. I filled her con with people. You filled she her con? She had one of them, though. Like, so, what he's doing? Crying. Finish this. <laughs> okay. You know, I just did what she's got something on. Yeah, find, it, find a copy of the newspaper, <laughs> see what he's talking about. I'd like to do something. I've not had a copy. What would you like to do, sweetheart? I'm going to bring my newspaper. 
You're going to read your newspaper. Ring. Ring your newspaper. Yeah, you know, I'm a journalist. You are indeed. I remember. Hello, who's that? Who am I ringing? Denise, what, what, what's wrong? What? Who are you? What? Oh, Denise. I don't know, it popped in my head. <laughs> um, right, Denise, I need you to find out everything you can about a man called Captain Douglas something or other. Um, um, I can't remember his exact name. Oh, yes, I can. Uh, yes, J.B. Douglas, please. And I want to know everything about him that you can find, and I will be ringing back in one hour, and I expect you to be able to tell me. Thank you very much. Who the hell are you? I'm sorry! You are joking, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. My daddy would be furious. If oh! You oh! Click! <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at the paper, yes. you find this in the uh, front you need page. It to out. You can read it out if you like. The heck is that? The on paper is 1.2. Morning edition, 3 cents. September 4th, 1933. <laughs> Lexington sets sights south. Blonde beauty to flight pole. New York. In a startling announcement from her home in Queens today, millionaire industrialist Acacia Lexington told reporters that she intends to set aside her ledger books in favor of seal furs and snow goggles in an attempt to be the first woman to stand at the bottom of the world. Lexington, the only child of the late P.W. Lexington of this city, has for years impressed friends and adversaries alike with her skilled maneuverings in troubled financial waters. Now she intends to venture into a new realm. Accompanied by a hand-picked team of journalists, photographers, and wilderness experts, the lovely Acacia will cross the Atlantic, the Ar- I'm sorry, the Antarctic wastelands, and especially modified North Delta aeroplane and a Sierra C-50 autogyro. About the time a woman did this, she told our reporters, "Today's women are capable of anything men can do, except peeing standing up." Um, <laughs> if I am the first. It only means that others will be find it easier to follow. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm spelling their name in the snow. You've tried. When asked if her planned expedition was in any way affected by the presence of no less than four other parties on the Antarctic ice this summer, Miss Lexington declined to comment. I can pee standing up. He walks in with a paper and reads that out to you all. From across the room? No. <laughs> I can't pee standing up from across the room. That's because men up. have skills like that. I yeah. had a wedding dress. I had to pee standing up. I couldn't sit down. Well, can you write your name in the snow? If they have good waist movement, they can do it. Yeah, I reckon I can. Hawaiians can. Oh, yeah, that's Hawaiian. (laughs) It's all joined up. But there's no snow in Hawaii. Yeah, exactly the problem. That's why they practice in the sand. Never eat brown snow. (laughs) Never eat snow just to be on the safe side. Um, Acacia Lexington, I know her. She's nothing but trouble. My daddy didn't like her. So, you want to hire some people to take out her plane? <laughs> <laughs> One guy. That would be very sporting of us, would it? Texan! I still more, it was you. Mo walks out into the corridor. Uh, gentlemen, and um, you, Jenna, you heard Mr. Starkweather. Uh, the schedule is advanced. We now leave on the 9th. Uh, I'll see you at breakfast. We'll have to work a bit harder, I'm afraid. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must dress. He uh, hands the paper to Tracy and wanders back into his room. The door is now unlockable, but uh, he kind of closes it as best he can. David, stop jiggling your leg or I swear to God I will cut it off. (laughs) I can feel it up my chair. I'm going to not say anything on that. (laughs) David, while you're in my house, you'll admit I'm my room. (laughs) 
Don't I sound like some old um, Everyone at breakfast on the expedition <laughs> is buzzing about the new Antarctic expedition. I was going to speak. Go for it. I forgot it now. <laughs> I was going to bake you a cookie bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, we have to definitely get there first now because I'm not having some jumped up little tart get to the Antarctic before I do and proclaim myself the first woman there. I'm going to be the first woman there, whether I have to resort to dirty tactics or not. So, there. Mo looks over at you and smiles. Why don't you cook some crepes? Yeah, and some bacon. <laughs> See, I know what the 1930s thing is that I should say. I don't know what I wanted to say, and I don't think the two match up. Stark weather's not at Do breakfast. you want a Chicago overcoat? That's another year off. <laughs> anything like a Colombian necktie? <laughs> Colombian necktie. Oh, anything like a coffin? Or no, I think Colombian neckties where they slit your throat well, and pull yeah. the tube out so it hangs down the front. Is that right? Or oh, they pull your tongue out, don't they? Yeah. So let's try and find that windmill. Generally. Like a Chelsea smile, where they slice your cheeks open so you grin all the time. You're just a flat tire. Dull Give me that goddamn dictionary, oh, you boob. No. <laughs> well, what do we got left to get? I gotta get a crated windmill generator. Well, you go get it then. With a tripod, 12 inches. Wait, feet. You feet. egg, you. Um, well, Moore asks to speak to you again. Me? After breakfast, okay. yes. Yes, Professor Moore. Um, How can I help Jenna, you? Jenna, um... I'm not certain that Mr. Starkweather has noticed, but I have, and I appreciate that, well, you already are a woman on our expedition. I'm glad that you've noticed this. I feel that my sex has been highly ignored in this mission. Yes, I don't think we've done enough to, um, let's say, push you out there into the press. Perhaps we should, perhaps, um, put a story out, perhaps through your father's paper, saying that, uh, yes, you already were on this expedition and have been for many, many months now. And, um, in, in, in essence, though, take yeah. some of the wind out of Ms. Lexington's cells. I mean, I know that uh, Mr. Starkweather and her have a long-standing disagreement, but, um, well... My estimation of Mr. Starkweather has improved now that I know that he doesn't like that trollop. Well, I understand she has had some trouble in um, socialite circles, but... Um, the stories I could tell you, Mr. Moore, Professor Moore. Mr.'s fine as well. Um, I feel that we know each other well enough that I... Calling you Professor does just not seem comfortable. Are you chatting up, Professor Moore? Oh my god. <laughs> um, yes, um, yes, Jenna, that, that, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to arrange a press conference with your father's paper and perhaps some others, and uh, we're going to have some photo shoots with you in Starkweather, and, well, I think you're going to have to um, wear this. Yes, I'm sure you know how to deal with the press, of Jenna, uh, you do it all the time. <laughs> palooka. Good movie. What? Man, not very smart. <laughs> palooka. Yeah, big palooka. <laughs> you didn't know what that meant? It's yeah. American. Well, anybody who's ever watched Bugs Bunny over that Yeah, I suppose that's Come true. Come on, you palooka. You're yes. not a Bugs yeah. Bunny watcher. No. She has the book you just read about bunny suicides. Is the recorder still recording? <gasps> yes. Good. That was the um, traditional check. Hello. The only Were time you? we in the world's largest dungeon we didn't check the recorder <laughs> was the date stopped. <laughs> we were like, no! 
It was terrible. It's only, it only happened to us twice, isn't it? Which is a bit of a pain in the ass. Let's get the uh, yeah. gear. From now on, Jenna, you're on in front of the camera. You have to go out there and sell our expedition. Right. Okay? Okay, I can do that. Good. Without do I get arrested. some kind of higher title, perhaps? Maybe. Yes, you, to can, go be, along with you can be press officer, Jenna. Responsibility, that sounds perfect. There you go, Jenna, you can be the press officer. Off yeah. you go. Yep. So, what are the rest of you doing? Better on the butt. Better on the That's so nice. Let's, get, let's finish up the, uh, this, and then load up on some personal gear. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What are you looking for, <laughs> Hey, fat Ruby. She was bringing her conga because she thinks there's still peanut butter in it. I have to go to Holland for that, don't I? What? A windmill generator. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I have to go to Holland for a windmill generator. I love that, that's funny. Oh, licking Lindsay's nipple. Yeah, peanut butter inside. That's why Hal married her. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, I knew a guy that you used to call him the little Dutch boy. Peanut <laughs> 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 you know butter! Why do I get it sound so rude? I can't even defend it. <laughs> Ned wants a buckle. She's so happy. Look at her big smile when she's not licking. It's not bestiality. It's um, interspecies erotica. <laughs> Same thing. Interspecies erotica. It's done now. I can't get any more out, dude. She doesn't care. She licked you dry. Stop <laughs> jiggling, you. Yeah, you're jiggling. I can feel it. What are you doing? Stop doing that to my dog. Windmill generator. <laughs> okay, you check it. You check the um, manifests and find that they were ordered from Willard and Ball Agricultural Supply Company in Chicago. Uh, I'll give them the call. My dog person. Hello, um, Willard and Ball. Yes, this is Jim Hawk for the Starkweather Expedition. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, um, yes, your payment hasn't arrived. We have not gotten the windmill generators. That's because you have not paid for the windmill generators. Well, that's not my department. Well, if you can get me a requisition, I can get it to you in 48 hours. $370. All right. <laughs> that is horrendously bad. She's so happy. <laughs> You're bouncing the pug. Hey, Ruby. All right, I'll get the pay set, and then we'll get the stuff, right? Yeah. All right. Good. You requisition the check through more and send it off. Yep. Okay, what the else do you need? No Box set anything. of cooking gear for camp, pots and pans. You can, find, you can find one of the boxes in the warehouse. I can't find the other one. There's, no, you find one of the three boxes of cooking sets. Another two. You, yeah, you... you the other two were, appear to have been shipped, but can't now be found. Let me get to look closely. Yeah. On a idea roll of a 13, your idea being 50, you think that checking the galley would probably be a good plan. 
You actually look around the galley and find that the pots and pans have been unpacked already into the ship's kitchen. Okay, check, check. (laughs) (laughs) But they're in the crew galley. And they're supposed to be... They're supposed to be for the expedition. You think that they're um, yours, but you can't be 100% certain. Yeah, yeah, I'll make certain. I'll go get down one from the place. Mm -hmm. Open it up. Looks like pans. All pans look the same. Well, they could have like a mark from the person who made them or something like that. Not really. They're just pans. They look the same? Yeah, they're pretty much the same. But nothing different about them? Pans you've got at home look pretty much like these two. Well, it doesn't matter if they're the same. Mm. He's a mine. He doesn't have pans. Okay, she's just outing them out of the galley. Yep, put them back in the crate. Okay, stuff them in. There are ours, thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Go put it back where it belongs. It's fine. <laughs> what else are you looking for? I'm done now. Way! With my three freaking lists. Nice one. <laughs> Anyone else doing anything on the fourth? Jenna, what are you doing? I'm bits of plastic flown at me by David. Go on, Jenna, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to ring back Denise. Hi there. It's Jenna. Did you do what I asked? Yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, um... Yeah. So tell me what you know. Um, he was um, a sea captain, famous for uh, going on the Arkham, that ship that went up there, uh, down there before. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been at sea a lot, and he's well, he heavily decorated. And um, he was a merchant marine during the Great War, and retired from the service as commander in 1926 after 25 years of service. And he captained his own vessel, the Arkham, which went up to the Antarctica in the 30s and 31. Uh, he retired from active life in 1932 to a home in New Hampshire. Um, his name is uh, Jeremiah Barnes Douglas. And he was... Uh, he's, he's 50. And um, that'll, that'll be it, really, I suppose, Jenny. Did you not find me any gossip? Any dark secrets? No. I'm afraid not. He's quite a respectable man. I don't know. If you want something doing properly, <laughs> yes. you could just call up and slander, slander your rival. Then she calls back. Did you hang up on me? I don't know. Does it sound like this? <laughs> Daddy owns the globe. Daddy owns the New York globe. And I, I'm a journalist. Then just fake a new scandal. No, I need to find out about him because I've got to go and meet him. Actually, no, the girl that's your right. I'm going to go work on the planes. Cool. Everyone, yeah, you you have been out. The other pilots have been out and collected the planes and they've flown them in and they're now taking them to pieces and testing them all. Um, Everybody anywhere near the docks realizes that the cranes are running almost constantly. David, are you okay? (laughs) Are you going to sneeze? Okay. Try not to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you'd fallen asleep, fallen into a coma, or you were about to sneeze. Look up into the light. It'll make you sneeze. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. There's something right, called a choosing. Try to get this climbing gear out. Okay. What list do you want? 432. Oh, God, this bit's boring. Oh, no, no, it's pretty dull sorting out this stuff. Soon you'll be on your ship and on the way, don't worry. And then we'll all be insane or dead. Yeah, you'll all be, yeah, be thankful for the mundaneness. See, what the, what the thing is, is the, the adventure is counterpointing the mundane stuff <laughs> against the crazy insanity of the giant albino penguins. You actually got it. How did you... My goodness. This is a random cut I just saw. 432, yeah? What are you looking for? The dog. 
Oh, the climbing gear. Yes. Can't find it anywhere in the warehouse or on the ship. The suppliers were allegedly uh, Dalrymples of Boston. Let's give them a call. Okay. Hi there, Dalrymples. Yes, I would like to, you know, so I'm calling on behalf of the, uh, whatever... Starkweather Moor Expedition. The Starkweather Moor Expedition. I would like to know where in the hell is our climbing gear. It was shipped, sir. Hang on a second. He goes off and ruffles in some paper. Yep, shipped to the Amherst Hotel. Who signed for it? Some guy at desk, I suspect. It wasn't... Oh, hang on. Ah, I see what we've done here. We've shipped it to the, um... Address of the order or not to the dockside warehouse. It should be in your hotel, sir. I'm in the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. You can be. Hold on just a second. Yeah. Lean over to the desk. <laughs> you got this! Hang on. He wanders back into the luggage room. He nods. Good on the phone. Good answer. Thank you. <laughs> you find 12 bag <laughs> sets of... Nice one, dog. See him off, room. Good answer. See you off, Mr. Starkweather. That's it. You see him off. <laughs> Ruby is fast. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby. I love that. <laughs> I love it when she howls. She runs forward when she howls. Like leans into it. Ruby. Go down, Ruby. Anything else you're looking for? Oh. <laughs> Not done yet. <laughs> you haven't cut your dog in half at your request. Hal's mum sat upstairs watching TV, so I don't want to be too loud for her. Ruby, get over here. Come on. <laughs> oh, Come on, Ruby. Giving you affection. You want to run away? Hey, Ruby. What? Silly puppy. Your bones here. Come here. Okay, so we got. get the uh, we got the uh, the the pythons, slings, carbiners, and all yep, that. Yep, you've got all that stuff. Do we get the uh, markers for the signal craft, signal aircraft? Uh, no. Okay, we need to get that. The uh, manufacturer was allegedly Crawford Manufacturing of Brooklyn. Okay. What's uh, hi, Crawford. Yes, ah. I am calling uh, the Stark <laughs> Mayweather from Mayweather Expedition. We are looking for our six series marker panels to signal aircraft that were uh, placed and ordered. Yep, uh, show your order paid in full Mayweather. and delivered to the warehouse on schedule. Delivered to the warehouse. Do you and who signed for it? Um, Derek <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Not Joe Everyman. <laughs> I like that, yeah. I'm going to call them Joe Everyman from now on. You don't know me? Yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> IP, yes. Um, yeah, it's all signed. Hey, you want to order some more? Did not get that? Let's find out. Okay. Call the warehouse. Well, the warehouse is just a big building where the stuff you hey, have to go Derek. look. You have to go and look. <laughs> oh, okay. Wasn't Derek the guy that helped you? No, that was wrong. Okay. <laughs> we have that. We ended up getting carbon lamps instead of electric signal lamps. You need to talk to. <laughs> Apparently, the supplier of the uh, carbon lamps were Abercrombie Stage and Studio in Manhattan. Um, you'll have to return them there for a refund and order the proper ones. Okay. And the layout? From any shipboard supply house, we'll give you the proper ones. Okay. So we're also looking for 12 by 12 timbers, 18 long for base shelters. Um, they have been ordered. Okay. Nope, they've never been ordered. My apologies. Well, let's call a lumber yard and get them, you know, picked up. Yep. Uh, large lumber yard. Um, each beam will cost about 30 to $40. Ah! So the entire lot will cost $850 for right. 20 heavy, thick, foot-thick beams. Well, we'll order it and have them delivered. 
Okay. More occurred. Yes. And they okay. arrive. All right. Then we will go. I will go out and check the uh, warehouse for the uh, series pan- mark panels. Okay. Make me a spot hidden check. They should be pretty easy to find because they're uh, cerise. Hold on, still rolling. <laughs> I hate those things. Forty-three, got it. You got it. Um, you can't find them. You don't think they're there? All right, I'm looking for a Derek. Derek John Smith. <laughs> yeah, he's over there. There's a All guy right. over there ticking stuff on a sheet and okay. signing things. You sign for this. Panels? Yeah, yeah, they were over there. He points over there and there's nothing there. Um, I guess another ship could have taken them. Another ship could have taken them. It does happen. Weren't they clearly labeled? Well, yeah, it does happen from time to time. Or they could have been stolen. Yeah. It does happen. We had a few thefts around yeah. here. All right, call and get, get some more. $20. Alright, then go get the electric signal lamps and get the wood and we are good to go. You do? The wood arrives, you order the signal lamps and send back the theatrical ones that came by accident. You were given theatre lights, I think that's so (laughs) funny. We're in the Antar! I love this bit, it's so great, the things that you can miss out on and it's just so stupid. You know, you can just go to the Antarctic with theatre lights instead of electric. Anyone else doing anything on this day? <laughs> Are you doing any in the press stuff? Yes, I'll do whatever Mr. Professor Moore has instructed me to do. Yes, he organises a press conference with you at the ship. He says you have to wear something Antarctic. He suggests that new gear that's just arrived. Got the Antarctic. Well, you ha- yes, that your your gear has arrived and been okayed by the okay. Arctic ex- expert. It's apparently very well made. Are you tired, Matt? I think <laughs> David's falling asleep. You're all right. Would you like a coffee? No, he doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> Why not? Get it down, you. Oh, I'm trying not to sneeze. Oh, sneeze. Just sneeze, goddammit. <laughs> no, I'll sneeze like 50 times. <laughs> better, better than sitting there looking like... Our staff will just go... Oh, little thing there is watching you. <laughs> Lindsay loves the sunshine, buddy. Horrible. Yeah, that was the only gift Lindsay's ever given me back. <laughs> well, I got her as like a stocking filler on Christmas, and um, she decided. She just sat that, there in front of me and went. It just tilted its head backwards <laughs> and forwards. <laughs> I was like, no, and it smiles at you, and Lindsay thought at night it might come and stab her, so she decided <laughs> to give me it back instead. I'm sorry, it's, it's going to come like, up. I have a mirror in our bedroom. Ooh, and you're you're going to feel a little thing walking on you, and all of a sudden you look up and you see it's this little thing going. <laughs> It's not that. That's very freaky. Stop that now. <laughs> Won't we'll see it. Never sleep again. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 open I, doors. I don't, I don't like mirrors in the bedroom. All doors are or open. doors that are open while I'm sleeping, because then the closet monster will come get me. I have to look under the bed. No, no. <laughs> you do the door. Lindsay, it's either open or closed, not the halfway crack. Not the halfway crack. Nope. Okay. That's how my doing. You're cold. Really? No, you're not. I love that blanket, it's so cool. She just wants to be fashionable with the game. Oh, is that your uh, your fur cloak? Okay, you do a photo shoot for the press and you're interviewed about why you're going and... Yes, you know how to pose for photographs. Like my fairy look. <laughs> oh, you big porn star. <laughs> I didn't snort. <laughs> what Ruby's here for, huh? You squeeze her for a snort. This is, um, this is a wedding present. 
Um, you do an interview with the press where they ask you why you're going and all about your personal life and how excited they are that somebody who from the um, socialite crowd is going up there. And um, it's so more. You tell them that Daddy made you. Yeah, it's character building. More um, furthering my career. More decides that he's upping the fact that you want to be the first woman there, and apparently now he's uh, he's recommending that the um, headline be the race is on, and um, this is how it's going to go. <laughs> the fight is now in the press, and you're going to be doing a lot of interviews over the next few days before you leave. Yay! For interviews. Anyone else doing anything on the fourth, ladies and gentlemen? Moore is incredibly busy yelling at people. Starkweather is yelling at people a lot. Uh, cranes keep going loading the ship. Any problems with the plane? Not as far as you can tell. They fly fine. They break down properly and start to get stowed away in the ship. God, the thing is going right. I know. What's going on, eh? <laughs> That's only an hour into the recording. We're actually getting the to the drill. That's how yeah, you says. make sure everything's okay. good. You unpack it, check it out. Everything seems to be present on the drill. All right, clean it just in case. We're looking. Very good. You clean it, oil it, check it, rub it. Why are the engineers doing mining engineering stuff? No. Yeah, he's checking on the drill. Can we beam you up yet? Yeah, Everyone's paranoid that something's wrong, and I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm paranoid with good well, reason. No, I've with read all this the adventure. stuff that was missing, mm-hmm. we're checking it. Yeah, I like that. They're checking everything because we need the drill. Yeah, you do. I know the adventure. I know. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot can go wrong. Okay. Don't you be character. Really. That evening, you all go to bed, have a good drink, do whatever you do. Um, the fifth. <laughs> that was my alarm clock. I have a doggy alarm clock. Wow, that's so cool. Woof, 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 woof. Woof, 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 woof. Get back here, you two. Wake up! Oh, dang it! <laughs> woof. We used to have an alarm clock that was like, Wake oh. up! It's time to get up! Wake up! I <laughs> it ended hated. up in pieces on the other side of the room. Hated that alarm clock. <laughs> I loved it. Loved that alarm clock. Come on, feeble dog. <gasps> David's making funny noises at you, isn't he? Come out. He liked that lizard at sewing school today. He chased it and ate it. Why are these goddamn things never in order? She ate a lizard. Hmm? She ate a lizard. No, but if she'd been there, she'd have eaten it. She would have eaten it, yeah. We had a little pet lizard at the sewing school. Ow, 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 ow. Stop ow. that now. <laughs> what are you doing, you freak? He's being crazy. Crazy as a coconut. Bone, which I'm sure I can unwrap. Hmm? I think I can unwrap it. No, yeah, you're wimp, you can't. <laughs> there he is. Um, as Charles comes down the stairs from breakfast, a gentleman, uh, the desk clerk, points you out to um, a gentleman who's waiting in the hotel. He approaches hesitantly with a square of paper in his hand. I'm not Charles. Excuse me, sir. Yes. Sir, are you one of the uh, scientists going to Antarctica? A fellow on the street gave me uh, two bits to give this to you. I have been accused of worse. He hands you an envelope which contains this. Uh, I'm real sorry, sir. He, he walks away. Okay. Open it up. 
Okay. It says? 408. Beyond the Mountains of Madness. <laughs> yeah, Beyond the Rebirth. That's that's the bit that tells me which handout to give you, because there's about nine million of them. Okay. Dear Man of Science, soon you, cattle Y, will go down far away to the cold and white ice and these and the old, old things that wait and move and work and plan. Do not. Blessed Mary hears me beg you, capital Y, to stay. Must be Catholic. Do not wake the sleeping one there, capital S, capital O. Do not pass the prison walls of black and white, cold ice and time. The cage must not open. Let the dead and the dying hold closed the doors. I have listened to his dream, capital H, definitely Catholic. I have seen its form within his mind, capital I, capital H, for he has seen it, and he knows it must be free, and he will stop you, capital H, capital I, capital H, capital I, capital H, capital Y, if you go, capital Y. Turn back or we all die. A friend. Okay, anybody here know Catholics? Apparently not. Not through choice. They're so not fashionable anymore. No well, signature and no date, if you like. What's yours for your pile of handouts? I don't have a handout. Well, the handouts are somewhere in that blue folder. Oh, I'm going to Um, he's the guy's just walking out of the hotel at the moment. Hey, okay. boy. You sure got a party now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty grim. Ruby, close your ears. You're not going on so, your knee anymore either. Don't open the big prison. It's alright, Glenn's already violated her. <laughs> he was jumping up and down on Glenn's lap. Cat. Where are you? Learn from a mother. Okay. <laughs> what, Fruit Loop 2? No, yeah. jumping up on Glenn's R- lap. Ruby's mum was called Fruit, Fruit Loop 2. Because <laughs> I'm renowned for just you know, pouncing, diving onto Glenn. Pouncing on Glenn, yeah. Glenn's been giving away my secret to get Roar. me going. That's so funny. Ruby's mum was called Fruit Loop 2. Fruit Loop 2. My dad was called Wrangler. There you go. What are you doing with that, Glenn? Anything? Um, I'll give it to the... Uh, it looks like the ravings of a nonsensical madman. Uh-huh. You letting anyone see it? Or? Yeah. Let me read it. We got a nut job. If you let Professor Moore read it, he just says it. They've received crackpot notes every day. Oh, okay. It's all kinds of crazy inventions, weird scientific theories, vague threats, warnings. Some are signed, most are not. (laughs) Who signs them? Crazy people. The same crazy person? Different crazy people. We're in the press. What are we going to do? Everything ends up being thrown away or ignored. What? There. Quit copying me. <laughs> I bet it's a Casey Lexington trying to foil my plans to get there first. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned into a villain. You seem to have turned into a villain, yes, you do. Um, mwah, mwah, are any of, what are you, any of you doing anything on September the 5th? I'm going uh, shopping. Stocking up, stocking up on personal supplies. Cameras need a rifle, preferably a large caliber one. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm looking for the giant fire penguin. What the fire penguin? Yeah, it was mentioned in some ancient Aztec, oh, okay. uh, you know, writings. At least I assume it is. I can't actually read Aztec. But it looked like a penguin from the pictographs. So I assume it's a giant penguin of fire. 
That's funny. I'll ask around people involved in the expedition and find okay. out more about this captain that I've got to go and meet. Okay. Everybody seems to speak quite highly of him, but he's a bit reclusive now. Um, apparently he was an excellent sea captain with a good record in the war. Can I go back and talk to Moore and just remind him, remind, no, get him to remind me why he wants me to go and talk to him again? Yes, because he's reclusive and wants to be protected from the press and uh, until the expedition. And as you know, most of the press, you uh, would be there to keep an eye out for them. So I've just got to sit around and go to their press? Essentially take him around the press. Okay. You know how the press work, don't you, Diana? Yes, I do. Very good, then. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at press. I'm not I'm press on the... me. Um, oh. Are you about to read... Um... Oh, this is the one where Judge Death teams up with the Scarecrow? Yes, it's the one with Batman and Judgment on Gotham. Batman and the Judge Dredd switch places. It's been like three. Hey? Yes, it's the one with the Scarecrow in it. Okay. I like the art in it, though. It's very cool. When Judge Anderson gets naked. On yes, well, a little tiny bit. Yeah. Check on the radios for the uh, airplanes. Okay, yeah. Plane Make radios sure seem to be working fine. They talk to each other nicely. Do Hi. We, do we have radios for the... You have base, separate base, have radio. base radios and you have trail radios, which are um, for using when you're out on expedition. Basically, I'm going to go over all the electronics. Make me a check. Damn you, checking things. I'm sorry. I'm going to go buy the first Superman comic and save it so I a fortune. Is that a success? On electrical repair? Electrical repair? I might. You're not doing it. But I do have it. <laughs> yep, electrical repair. What's your skill? Told you he's Batman. Um, dinner, 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 dinner. 50. Oh, not Let me a look check. A look check? Luke check. Luke check. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. No! <laughs> that was actually a really good impression. That's because the guy who does that voice is like freaking awesome. What's your Luke? Um, 75. What, James L. James? You notice, more by luck than good skill, that the trail radios don't seem to be working. And you figure out that it's because the power amplifier tubes are missing. Mm-mm. You were supposed to check these. Well, they're present. You, um, you realise that it was on Nicole's list. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Clearly she never turned them on because she doesn't know jack shit about radios. Because <laughs> she's a photographer. So I go and get those tubes replaced. That's easy to do. Yeah, you get them. And the radios now work. Grr, I had it written down as something that was going to go wrong. <laughs> Boo! You're starting to get paranoid. I like that. It's funny. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. She's being a photographer. Are you photomographing things? No. Oh, oh yeah, you're going to see that little thing just going. <laughs> hey, you know there's a thing on this? A what? A thingy. You're having fun that day. Well, if it's tiny, it's yours. 
<laughs> nah, has black hair. It might be Glenn's. Uh, Glenn's been trimming himself with those. Oh, it's chipped. You're so bad. That might be nice to show people in a gaming environment. You should show them the bit behind you. Turn it round. You can flip. See, the, it's chipped. You can flip the screen, you know, so you can see what you do. Ruby, look. I think oh, it doesn't flip the whole way around. I thought it did. Can you show that thing from back here? Make sure you look down on yourself. No, no, no. I'm not kidding. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Rooster! There she is. Hello! See, you're allowed to play too. And he brought Cthulhu with you! What? Oh, yes. <laughs> Very appropriate, Ruby. Here. Come on. That's, that's Cthulhu the octopus. Looks more like Nyarlath, though, Cat. Well, Put those down for you. <laughs> right. And we'll shoot you. Darth Potato Head. What? What? Yeah, yes. Darth, Darth Tater and, and, and Spud <laughs> Trooper. I have There's a very funny t-shirt. story about them. Are you filming me? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> you're interesting. Alright. That's another year yeah. off. <laughs> now it's our video evidence. You just widened the lens. <laughs> I can't quite see up your nose, but well, no, if you I, tilted I, your head back, I would be. I you put it on maximum quit zoom. Zooming in, I'm, I'm. I see it through the thing. You're zooming in. <laughs> it's like an eyeball. Put your, put your head back. Yeah, I can see up your nose. You're on the hundred times zoom, though. <laughs> or is that just the ten times zoom? <laughs> no, that was the ten times zoom. Uh, you press it again, it goes even further in. Okay. We don't want to go that deep. No. I don't want to see what you have to stuff up, yes. You'll find gold. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to put videos up now and To actually use your video camera. You're right, it's really lovely. So, what are you doing? It's me, I use it all the time. At school, especially. Up skirts and that. No, I just randomly (laughs) around the hallway. People are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, smile. Oh no, once I finish that, the climbing ropes. Yeah, they're all fine. You check them and pull them and yeah, you're climbing. Make sure there's no frays. Yep, they look pretty good, decent quality ropes. They've just arrived, actually, it seems that... uh, Charles has organised the climbing equipment to be What am I good at? Brought in from the hotel. You're good at mining engineering. Well, I know how to check the heavy machinery thing. Right. Um, anybody doing anything else on the 5th? You're checking everything three times over. Oh, I like don't have a Philly cheesesteak. You have a Philly cheesesteak. I had one of those for lunch. It was very nice. From Lenny's Sub Shop. There's one near Lindsay's Sewing School. We like Lenny's Sub Shop. We need one next to my house. You need to open one, Ned. There's two of them on 1960. Yeah, but that's far away. I want one next to my house. Mm. <laughs> they are good. It's bad that the guy in the, the guy in the one next to you... Um... Are you taking photographs <laughs> of that? No, it's video. Oh, okay. um, the one next to Lindsay's sewing school, the guy in it recognises me. It asks how Lindsay's doing with her sewing. All that <laughs> like sort of a stuff. doddery old woman. And how's the wife and her little knitting group? It's all good. You were making an apron today, do you, weren't you? Oh, shh. Lindsay was making an Can apron. Can she hear? <laughs> you're old. I'm not old. I'm not old. That guy thinks you're old. What guy? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's not old. He just remembers. I was just born in the wrong year. He remembers your boobies, really. <laughs> uh, uh, Who could forget them, darling? And your little Willie, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Because she was broken in? 
Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember why he stayed in the car with David on the way? <laughs> we were talking about the age of sexual consent being different do. in England it's than it is over here. Because I can't understand why you would have waited like two to get your knob on. 16 for everybody. Everybody. In America. Everybody. Regardless 18. of what you're, you're doing it with. And, um, I Except said, obviously, at 25, I was still... Unsullied. Unsullied. <laughs> what, what was the first one you said? Unwrapped. <laughs> he said, you were already unwrapped when I met you. And then he went, yeah, you were broken in. And, and then what else did you go on? Deflowered. <laughs> Deflowered and something else that was highly Yeah, offensive. probably a lot of things. Yeah, so I'm going to break him tonight. There's lots of ways. He's going to be at P-Round Corners. Yes. It'll be useful. I can sit at my computer and sort of peer over my shoulder. And <laughs> You're a dirty boy. I know I am. But and he like said that. it in front of a minor. Yeah, he's, he's, he's playing a minor. It's true. I kill you. Yeah. Ruby's going to eat her butt. Stop eating that, Ruby dog. Okay, so, anyone else doing anything on the 5th? No, all the manifests are done. Everything's here. You We're setting off. You get a phone off. call Woo-hoo! from the newspaper. Row, row, Jenna! Daddy? Yes, Jenna. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Jenna. Um, have you noticed this? Um, the scandal rags today, you know, the yellow press? They seem to be reporting on all kinds of things about your expedition and uh, things you're reported to have done in the social circles and general gossip and things. Yes. Uh, Professor Moore wants No, to no, no, not the proper papers, Jenna. This is the, the, the gossip gossip rags. Oh, I don't read those, Daddy. No, of course not, Jenna, but you're in them, oh. along with everyone else on your um, expedition. Oh, dear. You should go and re- read them, then, shouldn't I? Are they saying bad things about me, Daddy? Well, they're saying you're rather promiscuous, Jenna. <gasps> That's just not true, Daddy. Well. Can you go and have them all fired for me? Well, I don't own those companies, Jenna. I'm sure you do. Don't you own somebody in those companies? I'll try and sort it out for you, dear. How dare they say something against my nature? I would never be promiscuous. And you shouldn't wear shirts so low. Everybody is attacked in these papers. They say you're bumbling fools who don't know what you're doing and things are going wrong and you're all going to die. (laughs) (laughs) We finished chewing before we speak, David. (laughs) That's funny. Anyone else doing anything on the 5th? I'm going to go and buy these scandal rags. You do. They, they, they have pictures of you in bizarre positions that have been taken clearly when you weren't looking. <laughs> yeah, essentially they're, they're where Britney Spears will be in about 70 years' time. <laughs> you're getting out of a limousine and accidentally fall down. You're going to assume she's going to live 70 years. Well, you know what I mean. I meant 70 years from 1930-odd that the papers oh. shall be in. What? The car. There's a car. I didn't realise anybody was still out and about after 8 o'clock at night. No, I thought not here. I'm very upset that there are scandals about me. There are, there are scandals about you. I'm going to ring up the editor of and give him a right old number one. Oh, I didn't know that was about Jenna. I'm surprised she was surprised. <laughs> Hello, New York Sunday, uh, New York Suntide. Hello, this is Jenna Tatton Brown. I would like to speak to whoever is in charge of this stupid Click. newspaper. I'll ring back. No, New York Suntide. Click. <laughs> I'm going to ring again and again and again until somebody speaks to me I'll call. after about four or five rings you find that it's off the hook it's probably a different number there isn't one it's only one guy in his house probably ok I'll send a telegram <laughs> send a telegram yeah. send an angry telegram yeah. it arrives 
The man is very upset. It's like those letters that people send people in Harry Potter. When they open it, this big angry like, face pops out of it. Goes, yes. <laughs> That's exactly how they used to do things. <laughs> Sounds like Ruby. I love all these handouts. It's so good. It's a good job you're not playing Masters now of Thotep, because we'd be three sessions in, you'd be sat on this massive pile of paper. Mm. About the size of what, Japan. Um. Okay. You rant at the press for a bit. The rest of you get on with your job. Are you alright there, David? Morning of September the 6th, you open the morning paper to this article. No. Who wants to read it? Lynn? I'll read it. Is it my turn? Me, let me... Oh, let me videotape it. <laughs> no, you freaking there. And there's also that in the back. Oh, okay. So which one am I reading first? People love this my one. photography mm-hmm. shit. Okay. Famed sea captain murdered. Watery death for Commander Douglas. You motherfucker. <laughs> New York. J.B. Douglas, 50 years old, was discovered last night in the water off Battery Wharf. Two fishermen brought the unconscious mariner ashore after an assault by person or persons unknown. Commander Douglas died on the way to the hospital. A respected officer of the Merchant Marine for many years, Douglas will be remembered as the captain of the SS Arkham, one of the vessels which carried the Miskatonic University expedition to the Antarctic in 1930. Douglas was reported in New York City to speak with the leaders of the Starkweather Moor expedition, which will leave in a few days' time. The expedition expects to retrace the route of Douglas's ship three years ago. Thomas Gregor and Phil Jones, sailors resident in New York City, were returning to their fishing boat. (laughs) I think David's broken. (laughs) Were returning to their fishing boat, Bristol, when they heard muffled cries and ran to see what was happening. They spotted a man running away and some agitation in the water. While Ruby, shut up. <laughs> While Jones ran after the fleeing man, Gregor dove into the cold water of the harbour and found a motionless figure there. He heroically pulled the unconscious man out of the water and onto the deck. He attempted to revive the drowned men, man. Meanwhile, Jones, who had lost his quarry, went to help. I'm going to kick your ass, Ruby. Police later announced that Commander <laughs> Douglas had been bludgeoned about the head and began a search for his murderers. Anyone with information about this terrible crime or about Mr. Douglas's whereabouts on the night of the murder should contact Detective Hansen at the Battery Freezing Station. Death announcements. Commander J.B. Douglas. Jeremiah Barnes Douglas. Commander in the United States Merchant Marine, retired, aged 50 years, died September 5th in New York City. Douglas served as an officer in the Merchant Marine during the Great War. He retired from the service as a commander in 1926 after 25 years. He then captained his own vessel, the Arkham, notably on an expedition to Antarctica 1930-31. He retired from active life in 32 to his home in New Hampshire. Known as JB to his family and friends, Douglas is remembered as quiet, forthright and a stout friend to all. He is survived by his brother Philip. A graveside memorial will be held September 8th, 11am, St. Bridget's Cemetery in Brooklyn. My God, woman, what did you do to her? <laughs> I didn't do nothing. I fell off all my I friends. read the papers just because he wouldn't pay you. <laughs> I did it with the reputation of a prostitute just because you wrote it on my character sheet. I'm not I didn't write that. Yes, it must you be did. true. 
That's the first teach class. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like Somebody from Watsy might be listening. <laughs> yeah, you can't use the word prestige class here. No, I'm saying look at my idea. We've got a prostitute prestige class. Yes. On the site, um, John's put up a link to White Dwarf number one, um, in which there is the prestige, well, prestige class, the, the class for Dungeons and Dragons, the original one, the pervert. There's, it's a ten level class which goes from peeping Tom all the way up to pervert through rapist and like paedophile and all kinds of crazy stuff. very bizarre and apparently you get an armor class of seven when you're in black leather armor with your weapon unsheathed nice and but stand a chance that you, you get more sent out to go blind if, you, if your weapon is handheld yeah if you have a handheld <laughs> weapon you have a percentage chance of going How blind you, every David? round I thought that was funny How it is very funny mm-hmm. How old are you? I think Ruby's out of water. Good water, Ruby, sweetie. What are the rest of you doing? He's seven years old. Starkweather and Mo are both absent at breakfast. Um, we might want to go check out the uh, nearly deceased captain's uh, abode. His abode? Yes. Where he was staying? I guess. Uh, yes. Since I have no previous knowledge of what's going on before today, mm. you don't know where he was staying. Although I believe someone may know. Okay. You're a cute, charming <laughs> boy. She does go through a lot of water, don't she? Yeah, she pokes. She pokes. Drink lots of water. Mm. Um, there's a current discussion about going and finding clues. Well, I had nothing to do with it. I'm rather upset that the only person that I had any affinity to in this adventure has been killed. Uh-huh. And who you had to? I'm just saying that in general to everybody. He was my friend. I was going to be his protector from the press. Right. Professor Moore asked me personally to attend to it. And now somebody's been murdering him and I'm very unhappy. Well, let's go see if he has anything at his house that can help us. Where was he, Jenna? He was staying at the Westbury Hotel, 440-some street. Scammell Street? Yes. Very good. I wrote something down. Jenna (laughs) made a note. (laughs) It didn't say... um, Jenna Tatton Brown, Lindsay Marie Halpin, age 25 and 9 months. (laughs) Like the rest of it says. Okay, well, and let's dog go... Eat uh, her, what dog won't eat on her own. Let's go look at this gentleman's... Uh, and see if we can see any, find anything that he wrote down. Okay. Maybe there's something linked. You head to Scammell Street. Um, the Westby Hotel is little more than a flop house in a seedy part of town. Nothing at all like the comfortable place where you were staying. Litter clogs the street gutters and you are... Watch. Cheap transient hotel where a lot of men sleep in large rooms. That's right. Flop house. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're watched suspiciously by shadowed figures in doorways. The interior of the West Tree is little better than its shabby outside, with a threadbare carpet, stained ceilings, and a pervasive smell of alcohol and body odour. The clerk, <laughs> like the a narrow-faced, balding man in rumpled clothes, um, he looks up warily. How do they all know your name? <laughs> Oh, you're so mean. I'm not, I'm not playing anymore. Let's get started. Yeah. 
Yeah. How can I help you? You're playing with the dog and not yourself, right? With the whole motion. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm seeing is I'm doing this. So I don't God, know what he's oh. God, <laughs> See? That's, that, that's fate, that is. Goggles was doing it the other day. <laughs> he was like doing go. some kind of like, like motion with his arm on the table when we were at Liz's place. <laughs> and I was like, please stop. It is very unnerving. And they all moved away. Yeah, you guys want a room? Actually, we are... Uh, Commander Douglas was staying here, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, answer me, quick, quick. You a police officer? Um... Who I am is not important. We are here to I'll slip see a, his I'll room. S- I'll slip him a fiver and say we can be. Five dollars. Well, um, that's, that's yeah, a good yes, price. sir. Uh, yes, sir. Um, he checked in three days ago and paid for his room in advance for ten days. Can you see his room, please? Uh, afraid not, no. Um, it's uh, posted and locked by the cops. And there's a cop outside to see uh, nobody goes in. Did he seem anxious... Oh, not really. Not really. He had uh, stayed in his room most of the time. Didn't have any visitors. No one inquired about him. Spent uh, most of the day in his room, but uh, he was gone most of the afternoon and the evening. Okay, anybody? So you can honestly say she never showed up at any point in this time? Yeah, she was never here. I'd have recognized her. He made a few phone calls from uh, my desk here. But uh, I don't know who he called. I did overhear something about uh, Lexington, he mentioned. Um, I knew it, but dirty pussy. I don't know exactly. Um, sometime in the afternoon. I don't know what time o'clock, you know. Okay. Oh, dear. We need to get that cop away from the door. Are you video flipping my crotch? He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the dog, and all I can find is She's right over there under the chair. There, okay. I can get her. Ruby! No, okay. Ruby! Um, get the cops away from the dog. Before we go in, the quickest way to do is to stage a fight. Uh, stage a fight. Oh, where's the good puppy? Oh, where's the good puppy? Oh, that's my ear. That's my ear. The easiest way to do it is just send her in. Yeah? I quit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the party prostitute. <laughs> well, no, but you can I get <laughs> You're the reporter. Yes, I'm the reporter. So go, I'm go ask the cop questions. Reporter first, female second. Right, so you just have to go ask the cop the right questions. What, like what his number is? <laughs> no! Get him. What can you tell us about the, the decedent? What can you tell us about the you know the crime? What can you tell us about this? What can you tell us about that? If you can turn his back away from if you can turn his, his attention away from the door, we can get in. I'll look at you and then walk off. Um hello, uh police officer. Step away from the door, ma'am. Uh, you might have heard of me. My name is Jennifer. I know who you are, ma'am. You're with the investigation. I'm afraid I can't answer any questions and you can't go in here. See, I didn't want to ask you any questions about what happened here. I actually wanted to ask you some questions about... The Dow. I wanted to ask you some questions... There's role-playing happening. ...about your profession and how you feel in, in this kind of position. I just get out of the door, ma'am. I'm not paid to feel anything. Now, if you kindly back off down the stairs... Make me an idea roll while you're up there. Okay. Fifty-eight. What's your idea? 
70. Very good. Um, you look, glance down the corridor and realise that room 23 is guarded and posted. Room 21, which is next door, is not. You suspect it may well be that this room has a connecting door to room 23. Okay. Although now the guy's seen you, you probably couldn't walk past him again and into room 21. But we could. But they could. Okay. Um, you reckon that I'll psychically tell them the plan. Well, you go downstairs and tell them they're not there. Okay. Don't lean over the banister and yell it. I <laughs> oh, come into room to anyone. Okay. Um, you go downstairs watching. and look in the. Um... No, I finish role oh, playing. Sorry, is what I do. <laughs> no, I'm not. Are we tired? Um. Okay. Thank you for your time. I would appreciate that an interview, but you're me. Yeah, maybe later. Gonna go bowling, Ruby? <laughs> 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 Pug bowling. In the in my cupboard. Oh, I just think the dog will jump in. You just want to look at Hal's pants, don't you? Yeah. My pants aren't in there. They're in the drawer in there. <laughs> oh, your knickers. Where he keeps his kilt. kilt. <laughs> he doesn't have one. So you have to get in his drawer. <laughs> Listen to that dog. She need, you need to put her down. Yeah, she's getting dived. She's getting well overexcited. Ned would make a face. She'd go, oh, I'm trying to lick the crap out of it. Why? She went over to me. You little tart. That's an entirely different dog. Yeah, <laughs> she thinks that when we're at lunch at the table, she'll <laughs> pop up on this side and yeah. she'll be like, give me, give me something. So you'll give her something and then she runs around to the side and jumps up like she's a whole different dog and you obviously, <laughs> you, you haven't given that dog anything so you'll give her something and then she does it again and she keeps going friend. around Hello, to the side. Hello, I the dog. It's like, oh my goodness, Ruby, there's like five of you. <laughs> yeah, we're lame, we have nothing better to do. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, I'll go downstairs. Okay. Um, right. I did try and distract the policeman. I think he's gay. Um, he he was just trying to ask him any questions. Yes, I did. I tried to actually interview him, and he was not talking to me at all. Did you try to sleep with him. However, I did that as well. No. Okay, he must be gay. However, he's guarding room twenty-three, but nobody's guarding room twenty-one. The heck was that? And they connect, I think. So maybe you can sneak into there and then go through, and he won't know you're in there. I go into the bed. I can't do that though. Yeah. Because he's seen me. Um, What's the problem? Can Where's I get a room? Probably room 21. He spins the register around and checks it. Yeah, um, Mr. Southcote. He left uh, that room this morning. Checked out. He asked specifically for room 21 as well. Said it was his lucky number. Do you have any, uh, do you know what this, uh, South Coat looks like? Yeah, um, he was large, well-built, very well-dressed, with dark hair, with a strong German accent. Um, he checked out before I came on duty. He wants to draw a picture. Um, Mr. Anthony Southcote. Do you have uh... It's the TV. Oh, it's the television. Uh, do you... Did he leave... Um... I wasn't here when he left this morning. I just know he's gone because it says so here. But he asked for room 21 by name. I was here when he checked in. Do you want the room key? Yes, please. Alright, that'll be another five dollars. Here's the key. Boy, you're going to be for a week. Are you three going upstairs? Let's just send two. Okay, who's going? I can't uh, I've got thieving stuff. That would probably be wise. You have thieving things? Nope. 
And why are you going? No, He's I'm an engineer. Distraction. I think you should stay here with uh, Jenna. Jenna. To protect her. I swear to God, my ears are going to bleed. Captain Brown. She just talks. Why? <laughs> she... I didn't do this. They're friendly. That taught. <laughs> Alright, Tracy and Charles go upstairs. You uh, politely step past the policeman, nodding quietly, and walk in. Just give him the wink to see if he is gay. To room two. <laughs> he eyes your ass as you walk by. Yeah, no. Tracy, remember, like this. Tracy. <laughs> he kind of looks at you both going into the same room and so he smiles to himself. He's from San Francisco. <laughs> Tracy's from San Francisco. Um. Inside this room, it looks like it's been searched, but um, hasn't been cleaned yet. Looks like the police have given it a search. There's uh, a bed, bedding, chair, table, picture and basin, and a cracked mirror. There's no um, scraps of paper or anything you can find. A door in the wall promises to open into room 23. Check the table Mm -hmm. and drawers. Make me some spot hidden checks. Rolling 57. 12. 12, is that a success? Yeah. Yeah. Three times over. You don't find anything. Okay. You don't think this thing, this room already been searched right. quite well. Let's pick the lock. Let's check, try the door connecting. It's locked. Right, check well. behind the broken glass. Okay. It's the it's a mirror. You look behind it, it's just solid back. Nothing that. Okay. Okay. We're picking that lock? Yeah. Go for it. He has open lock skills. He's like a thief. 57. That's what you're Open lock is only. Where is lock two? It's. 41. No, it's locksmith? Yes. No, it's 41. No, you find it a difficult lock to pick. Okay. But have another go if you like. Yeah. Have Take one. 20. Take 20. <laughs> 28. Then you click the lock open in your second chance. Yeah. It's open. Okay, let's sneak in. Okay. If you have sneak? Everybody's got sneak. Are you going to try it? Mm. Give it make, a try. Make a lot of noise in this room. <laughs> Are you going to do that? One of you to create a distraction and make a lot of noise while yeah. we um, Sneaks. I'll put the water on. Okay. And uh, start making like Rubabi talking noises. Okay, go for it. Sneak. I'll give you a big bonus and his listen checks down because you reckon noise. 49. Okay. He doesn't seem to open the door. Okay. Alright, you're going to have a look around. Yep. Okay, the furnishings in this room are sparse. A narrow bed, a washstand with pitcher and dish, a table and a chair. The furniture is of the quality one expects in a hotel of this sort. The window is curtained with a single bit of yellowed cloth and opens out over a back alley where overflowing garbage cans reside. The bathroom at the end of the blah, blah, blah. The room is a disaster, having been thoroughly searched. Douglas's belongings are strewn about, his luggage opened, bed linens torn from the mattress. The floor is covered with scraps and shards of items that have been carelessly smashed. The room has been searched thoroughly and none too gently. A successful idea roll of a five... Um, suggests that this probably wasn't solely done by the police. Police would normally be a bit more careful than this. Well, we are in New York. You start to search about. 
you all right? Are you still making noise? Banging the bed frame and making gasps. It's probably illegal to do that kind of thing. So he's probably going to come and arrest you. <laughs> come on, one more time with it. you got to just make it sound like we're, you know, working on boxing, you know? <laughs> yeah, you could be boxing, yeah. Come on, come on. You'll never, you'll never be the champ like that. Come on. Watch the team. Yeah, two men check into a hotel room to practice their boxing. Well, so as long as they're pretending they're just going to bang, bang the chair like this. Hammering right. away, that's fine. <laughs> just, oh, you so find, they, these are clues, kids, mm-hmm. two framed photographs, both now with the protective glass broken. One no, one shows the ships Arkham and Miskatonic at Hobart, Hobart Harbour. The date is 1930, is written in ink in the bottom corner. The other depicts two men in their late middle years. One is in a captain's uniform. It is obvious the two are brothers, and the older man in the uniform can be assumed to be Douglas. This one is dated 1929. So there's two pictures, mm-hmm. both broken. Yep. One is a, one is two boats in Hobart Harbour in 1930, mm-hmm. and one is two men in their late middle years, one in a captain's uniform. Do they look like they've been they deliberately look... broken? Or no, they look like they've been smashed in the surf. Papers, letters and personal effects, packets of letters from Douglas's brother are here, as well as seaman's certificates, personal papers and a scrapbook of his travels on the Miskatonic expedition to the Antarctic. I put on some gloves before I pick up the seaman certificates. Yeah. yeah. These have been gone through and scattered around the room. None of them appear to contain any information of importance to anyone but Douglas. There are several small bound journals... These dating from 1920 through 1933. The entries are terse, infrequent, and contain mostly technical shipboard information. Miles travelled, crews disciplined, shipboard repairs, etc. What's your spot hidden? 41. Good enough. 16. Miles, um, you... It becomes obvious that the volume's covered... The period between September 1930 and March 31 are missing. Mm, like so torn out? No, the books that would have contained those are missing. Oh, okay. The, um, what's your no knowledge? 95. 95, you're also smart. 79. Um, well, they're growing big in A&M. Apparently you're a big brain. Um, you... Know that this is the period covering the voyage of the Miskatonic University Antarctic Expedition. So this is the previous expedition to the Antarctic, was between those dates. The waste basket is overturned. Uh, what were balled up scraps of paper litter the tabletop. Going to go through them and read them? Yeah. You find shopping lists, laundry receipts, hotel bills and many random notations. Um... Several crumpled crumpled sheets of paper (coughs) called potential clues. One reads, Stark Weather, Amherst Hotel, WH 5040, 10am. 5040. Another one reads, Gerald Brackman, GR 7738. Gerald Brackman. Mm-hmm. GR7738. Okay. Do, those, can't, do those sets of numbers look like? Oh, you're, no, you're downstairs. I know, I'm just mm. asking. Not I'm yet. 
Taking yeah. all the things that look like clues, putting them in the waste basket. Okay. Phil, another one reads Philip, ten forty, twelve for fifty five, three ten, eight forty five overnight. Oh. Philip, ten forty, twelve fifty five, three ten, eight forty five overnight. Train. Could be. Another one reads, Wikes Grimes Brewer, Purple Cup. <laughs> what was the first one? W H. W H five zero four zero. Okay. He's, this is a quick search. He hasn't had a chance to think. He's just grabbing stuff and going. I yeah. assume. And another one reads, A Lexington. <laughs> I knew it. QB zero five zero five. It's accidentally biting my finger. Um, and there's a partially written letter from Douglas to Philip found among the scattered papers. The text of this letter can be found in handout number nine million and six. This will go great. Handout nine million and five. Yep. Hey Ruby. What are you doing? Why do I always get your bum end? Why do way. I never get your face end? Yeah, I'm just waiting for a good Cthulhu movie. With my <laughs> it's going to be done by your baller, Quentin Tarantino. Good luck. Um, See, I quite like Dagon. I think it's a good movie. Best Cthulhu is still cast. Oh, you're joking. Spell. That's a really long <laughs> thing to read out. What? It is really long to read it out, yes. To read out. Probably, yes, but you can read it when you get your information out and are discussing it. Right. Like. Is there anything else? Um... You two can well. You two can make me listen checks first. Oh, you took my dice is away again. How dice? Oh, sorry, sweetie. I got twenty-four. You hear the sound of two cars pulling up outside. Looking out of the door, you realise they're both squad cars. Stop eating the dice, Ruby. She hasn't got any. She's not getting any. Okay. They're squad cars. Yep. It looks like there's a number of police officers and investigators about to enter this building. Okay. I run up the stairs. Okay. The, the policeman is luckily facing the other way. No, he's standing guard. Okay. Not knock on 21. Uh, hello, anybody there? Miss Tatton Brown, I'd like to ask you to leave. Um, my friends, I've just checked into this room. Oh, Some really? They have, have they? <laughs> it's okay. They're, it was prearranged. Uh huh. Um, well, but they, sure seem, they seem to be out at the minute. I'll just go back down the stairs. Mm hmm. Um, there's a knock on the door. Um, you hear Jenna's voice outside talking to the policeman, the and she walks back down the take stairs. The trash can gently lock, lock, unlock, gently shut the door, take the shirts off. Yeah. yeah. Like, this <laughs> on my head. There's a knock on the door. Please open the door. Open the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind? I'm doing his hair. He pushes the door slightly back. Shakes his head, closes the door. <laughs> you hear the sounds of <laughs> you pass a bunch of policemen as you go down the stairs. Hello, gentlemen. They nod to you politely. Stuff in our pockets and then wait. That's so funny. Let's go out the window. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's look out the window first. That's what we want to do. <laughs> There's a police man's dead. I think climb down the fire escape and right into a squad of cops. The windows are stuck. Mm. Uh, you're going to need to roll a strength check to... Uh... Well, we just want to look out the window. To okay. See if it's about 15 feet um, if you hang off the sill. 
Well, I think that would even be more suspicious. Or you could just wait and hope they don't come in here. Or we just, you know, one of us leave. <laughs> Gasping down the corridor. Yeah. Um, you hear the sounds of the police officers. Obviously, they're searching the room next door again. Okay. Take everything out of the trash can that we've got, stuff mm-hmm. in our pockets, socks, whatever. Heading off down the... You're just walking out? Yeah. Okay. You walk out? Okay. I'll let him walk out first. Okay. Alright. He walks out. Walks past the officers guarding the door. The doors are open and there's about four or five officers yeah. and an investigator, um, a detective standing in the room, um, searching again. Okay. I whip my face a little, whip my hair. Don't forget to give the cop your phone number she passed. See, you do that and you're not you, um, are you? You see them start, they seem to be tagging and um, gathering evidence in the room to take with them. <laughs> a bit late now. Yeah, it's a bit late, isn't it? You did quite well getting in there before they did. Ruby, the room. Ruby, leave that room. Ruby, Ruby, get out. Go out, close the door. Yep. I say, what's going on over here? Hmm. So, we're investigating um, a crime scene. Uh, if you could just leave down the stairs, thank you. Oh, of course. Thank you. I've just realised what I should have said. Can we rewind and I can say the better thing that doesn't make the policeman suspicious? What? That I'm trying to get an interview with the people in the room next door. Well, that would have been good, have yeah. Said. That would have been great. See, that's exactly what you're probably telling me downstairs. Okay, what have you got? <laughs> you, you gather back at the hotel, I assume. Yes. Okay, you're there. Pulling stuff out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. We need to get a hold of this guy's brother, Jenna. Uh, yes, you may want to contact your secretary at the newspaper mm-hmm. to see if you can get any information on Anthony Southcote. Yes. Yes, I shall do that right away. Okay. Um, okay. Clerk, clerk. Yes. May I use your phone? Of course. Thank you. Uh, let's do a with the place. So you go back to the hotel and have a chat. What evidence have you got now? You can have a look through it. Um, Looking at those numbers that are next to the names that he's pulled out, those are phone numbers. (laughs) What, that one? Mm -hmm. And that one? Mm -hmm. Wow. New York has like four-digit phone numbers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They have telephone numbers. There's only like 10,000 people have phones. WH5040 is... Oh, Westminster Hotel. Hmm. Whispery. Whispery Hotel. Back before the 50s, the first three were letter codes. Yep. The first two here are letter codes. First two, yeah. You have letter and the number. The dog has vanished under the bed. Jesus. What are you doing, Doctor? I'm going to bump you with this cushion. Bump. I'm living the help. And who is he supposed to meet then? Yeah, hey. It says Starkweather, Hammerhurst Hotel, WH5040, 10 a.m. So essentially he's writing down who, where, and the phone number, and then a meeting time. Oh, that was when I first met him. Oh no. I was supposed to meet him at the Westbury. Uh-huh. Westbury Hotel? Yeah. New Age, 5040. That's the phone. Oh, that's where he is. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, this letter seems to be of some importance. Yes. Yes, it is. Would you like to read it? Yes. <coughs> is it the Douglas's unfinished letter to Philip? Yes, 406, Beyond the Mountains of Madness. Beyond Papers, 2.3, Douglas's unfinished letter to Philip. Mm-hmm. September 5th, comma, 1933, New York City. Dear Philip, I have arrived, as you see, in New York, and will be with you in a few days. It will not be as soon as I had hoped, however. I am shipping you some personal 
Things by rail or sail. I can't make that out. That might be mail. Hmm? That might be mail. And it's like rail or sail. Yeah. Which ought to get there before I do. Take care and keep them safe for me. I have some rather sorry business here in the city that I must attend to before I can come. There is a man here named Starkweather who is hiring crew for an Antarctic voyage. He has been hounding me for months by letter and by wine. Wire. 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 Okay. It's very bad because it's handwritten text. Yes. I have no interest in his voyage, as you well know. I swore I would not ever return to that hellish place, and I will not, so help me God. But the man wants me to capitan his ship. <laughs> he will not take no for an answer. I told him I would meet him when, he arri- when I arrived in New York. Perhaps he will understand my refusal when I shoot no, uh, shout it to his face. <laughs> I shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says no like a bullet between the eyes. You may imagine my annoyance when I got here and discovered that the imbecile has been telling the press that I recently signed on. We are to meet tomorrow. I intend to be quite firm with him. Adding insult to injury, a, lu- a lunatic German here at the hotel has been after me ever since he learned my name. Again and again I encounter him by chance. The man is obsessed with fairy tales. Each time we meet, he asks if I know of anything of South Seas folklore, of great statues in the Pack Ice, or, or, a, or of lost island nations. I told him no, I know nothing of Tralal, or black toothed savages, or a man named Pym, or anything south of the Antarctic Circle but ice, whales, and misery. If he approaches me again, so help me, Philip, I shall knock him senseless. <laughs> it is not bad enough that Starkweather has been misusing my name in the newspaper. He has been using it to attract his crews as well. He has even managed to sign some of the boys from the Arkham and the Lady Margaret on the strength of it. How he got any of the Arkham crew, I shall never know. None of us who were on that voyage are ever to likely to forget the things that were said about those murdered men or the howls of that poor mad boy Danforth. The things he whispered to me towards the end when he knew where he was still haunt me. God only knows what he told the others. I am going to do what I can to convince Letter Trails off here. <coughs> so, we need to get a hold of his brother, and we need to find out which crew that he signed up. Hold on, dog. I'll talk in a minute. Uh, we need to find out which crew is coming from the Arkham. So we can find out exactly what the hell are we getting into. So what are you going to do? You're going to do what with the Arkham? We're going to see which guys he signed up from the Arkham. Okay. He said he signed crew up from that ship. What are you going to do? Try and find the old expedition roster. Right, yeah. Should be public knowledge. You get a copy of your current roster. That's easy. Finding a complete list of the names of the men who crewed the Arkham and the Miskatonic during the 1930s and 31 Antarctic voyage requires a bit of digging. Okay. Which I'm sure Jenna should be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Make somebody make me a no roll. A no roll? Yeah. Did I roll under a 95? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, you, you think that records should be available through the Miskatonic University. Um, mm-hmm. If you decide to call or visit the college to get the list. Okay. Or we could call the, or we could contact the uh, maritime office place. Yeah, the maritime office place. Yep. The one that keeps track of all the merchant Somebody make me a library use check if you're going to do stuff like that. Who's got that? I got 65. Give it a check. 
only got a 41. He, he is the boss. Well, he's the brain. 34. Good enough. Um, you manage, after some phone calls and some digging around in records, to find out that the three crew that match your roster are Wikes, Grimes, and Brewer. Um, briefly talking to Moore, you find that um, these men have recently and abruptly quit their positions and vanished. Okay. Well, we can either try to track down the missing sailors, or we can go talk to the brother. What else have you got, clue-wise, Mr. David? Well, we got uh, Lexington's phone number. Uh-huh. Uh, White, Scribes, Brewer, Purple Cap. White, Scribes, Brewer, and the Purple Cup. Purple Cup, yeah. See, well, check to see what the Purple Cup is. It's probably a... Pub or something. Yeah, it's pretty decent. It's I like the way this one American say pub. 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 You ask around with the sailors. Yeah. And um, apparently it's a low-class sailors' dive near the battery docks, not far from the west. Okay. Generally frequented by seamen. All right, David, get your little leather pants on. <laughs> You're going to a, 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 a bar popula- populated by sailors and seamen. And you're a miner. <laughs> Shouldn't be sailors with seamen? Hmm? Sailors with seamen. Yeah. It's still the daytime. Do you want to go to the bar now or do you want to go later in the Just evening? wait till later in the evening. Okay. Any other leads you'd like to follow? What else you got, David? Uh, Philip, 1040, 1255, 310, 845 overnight. Could that like a train schedule? Well, he said he did say he'd sent some things. I told you. Yeah. He said he sent something to his brother. Where's his brother live? Um. How do we find out where his brother lives? God, I smell like pug. Hmm. God, I smell like pug. Welcome to my world. You've been welcome to my yeah. world. Molesting him all day. It's a girl. Stop calling it a boy. Yeah, she's mortally offended. Yeah, Ned's a big woman. <laughs> Whatever. Make me an idea roll. Ruby, it's rude to you, isn't it? You're a little girl. Pass three. So you're bat woman. Three. Three. You're pretty certain that Mr. Douglas's brother will certainly be at the funeral. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, okay. You're not old enough to touch scissors. What else you got, David? Are you old enough to buy scissors yet? <laughs> How old do you have to be to buy scissors over here? Like... To buy scissors? Yeah. you got to be about that tall. Oh, okay. There's we laws have, in England. We have knife laws in England. Yeah. Blade laws. Any blade longer than is it three inches, yeah. you can't purchase unless you're an adult. This is Texas. You oh, know, yeah. You, you know, you can get pistols through vending machines. It's funny. Anyone else you got, David? Um, GR7738. Gerald Brackman. GR7738. That's a telephone number. Okay. I'll make my calls. What calls? To um, my newspaper. Okay. And find out who Southcote mm-hmm. is, if they've heard of it. I'll list all the names okay. that we have mm-hmm. and ask them to do some research for me and figure out who they are. And I'll yeah. call them back in an hour. Okay. They take the names and try and help you out. You have a telephone number and the words Gerald Brackman. My lord, we're getting flashbacks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Your phone's very quiet. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
call Gerald Brackman. Very good. Calling the number? Who's calling the number? I will. Okay. Let her call. She gets a sexy, smooth voice. You call, you call him. Mining engineer starts to call. Brackman and Associates, may I help you? Yes, can I speak to Gerald Brackman, please? Um, who's calling? His friend. <laughs> and who I shall say is calling? That's my name, his friend. Jim Hall. Okay. Bear with me. Put you on hold. I wish I was videoing. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald Brackman. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Brackman. Hello there. How, How can I help you? you? I'm good, thank you. How can I help you? God damn, what was the guy's name? Gerald. The one who's killed. J.B. Douglas. Oh, really? Jeremiah. Do you happen to know a J.B. Douglas? Yes, yes. He was a, a client of mine. Why are you speaking like William Shatner? Um, <laughs> are you wishing to discuss him? Um, I, I'm um, not, not at liberty to discuss this over the phone. Uh, why, why not come to my offices, um, ooh, shall we say, 9.30 tomorrow? All right. Good. Thank you, then. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Click. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> ask him where his offices were. But looking no, in the phone, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll find it. But looking in the phone book, um, you find out that they're in Botswana. No. <laughs> no, they're on um, the corner of 8th Avenue and 91st Street. It's on your way to New Jersey. <laughs> to get some more Jenna. cement. Yes. Go to Jim. this guy's office. Okay. Here's the thing. Why? No, Just say I, I sent you because you're my assistant. I'm nobody's assistant. Do you know Mr. how to Paul. fix the machine? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, no, but I can find somebody that can. You could fix the machine. You go and fix it. Exactly. But you're better at talking to people. Yes. Because you look better than me. <laughs> well, yes, this is true. But that doesn't mean I should have to do all the hard work. You put me into very dangerous situations. We can call the taxi. You're never going to walk that far. Well, yes, but you're asking me to meet strange men who may or may not have committed murder. On my own. And now my personal bodyguard has been recommandeered back to the newspaper. I have to go on my own. I need some muscle. And nobody here is muscly. You need some muscle. Tracy's pretty muscly. Yes, but he... He's all action. He's a faggot. Because, <laughs> you know, he'll buy a gun. I have a gun. Get a knife. Get a knife. knife. A, a knife is a very dirty word. I don't think they have tasers there. Get a nice battery with a metal wire attached to it. Yes. Hang on, hang on while I hand crank my battery so I can give you the tiny, tiny electric shock. Uh, there you go. Salt water generator. <laughs> what, a portable one. Hmm? Portable one I can carry around in my pocket to taser people. <laughs> yes, this is my handbag. Splash of the water <laughs> This is my salt water generator bag. Salt water. Isn't it stylish, darling? If you got a gun, what are you worried about? Well... Well, I don't I'll maybe want to use it. it. Here you go. This is the Smith & Wesson 22, the most I powerful handgun ever made. <laughs> yeah. I'm only slight. Oh, Remember, no. I sent you because I was kind of busy. Um, I'll do yes, later. boss. Jim Hall. Haw. Haw. <laughs> <laughs> you just left the K off. Yep. <laughs> the K is silent. Silent. And it worked. Jim Hooer. Jim Hooer. Are you a hooer, Jim? He's a hooer. I'm Jim Everman. <laughs> Jim Everman. When we've done this, we all have to go and talk to Hal's mum and listen to her funny voice. 
happened. That's very mean. <laughs> so, what are you doing? You got anything else to follow up, David? I like how we all made David write everything down because we got uh, the two watch. photographs. <laughs> yeah, you've got those. I wonder if we could find out who did it. I reckon it's probably his brother Philip. Alright. Philip. Uh, you have a Casey Lexington's phone number. Yeah. Oh, here's her phone number. I will not talk to that woman. Uh, and the journals. I will not lower mm-hmm. myself. September from 1930 and March to 1931 are missing. Yep. The gap there. Hmm. That's just when the Antarctic expedition was out Fantastic. I figured that would have been when he wrote down the most. Oh, yeah. Crazy people. <gasps> Do we have fingerprint technology? No, no. not really. Well, That's it was kind of being developed around dust. now. Yeah, you can do dust. It's all compared by eye. There's no central reference. Okay, well. Yeah, you can take fingerprints, but there's no centralized record. Key. You're a minor. You're what you could do, for example, is take fingerprints from one location to compare by eye to fingerprints at another location yeah. to check whether there's certain people. Get them from a yeah, you figure the FBI is just now beginning to keep to start collecting. Yes. Yeah. Jim, uh, you're dusty and dirty. You could maybe fingerprint this journal. There we go. It's leather. And then um, you could stick it with tape. I've heard that, I've reported, in fact, on things that it, do it's this. It's roof-bound leather. You're not going to get a very good print off of it. I'm making him feel useful. Okay. And then you could tape it to a piece of card, and then carry it in your pocket, and then if, if we find somebody we think is suspicious, then all they have to do is shave their fingers. <laughs> okay, he has some dusty tape in his pocket. Congratulations. Welcome to the development of forensic technology. Oh, and I'm wearing overall things. <laughs> Are you wearing dungarees? Engineer. Oh, yeah. I can't make it go any faster. I like that. <laughs> it's funny. Are you a surly engineer? Anybody doing anything else that fine day? I'm having another Philly cheese steak. I can't change the house. Are you going to the Purple In Cup? Yeah. Later that night, yeah. Who's going to the Purple Cup? Apparently me. Is it a dirty Okay, place? just you. I'll go with him. Is it a dirty place? It is a low-end sailor's dive. I will not be going to a dirty place. Did not think so. Tracy, you going? No. Didn't no, think so either. Okay, what are you, how are you... Are you two, <laughs> how, are you, how do you look? You look like a rough-ass mining engineer, don't you? Right now. Yeah. Just more dirty. What do you face. look like? Are you looking like oh. a crazy professor in a suit, or...? No, I'm just... Wear, wear a hooded cape. You'll <laughs> wear a hooded cape. Yeah. He'll blend right into that scene. I'll, yeah, I'll, wear, I'll wear the skin-tight leather sailor. You could be in the phantasm or something. The no, phantasm. The phantasm. That's like a ball that shoots yeah. around. I'll wear a, uh, you know... I kill you. <laughs> I didn't read this. I wasn't in the room. Yeah, wear, je- wear jeans and a oh. button-down shirt. Okay. It's Nothing. Rooms. Not dressing up. Friend. Not dressing up. Right. Okay. Nothing that says I'm out of place here. The walls are dark with ancient smoke, and the shabby nautical trappings are dim and tattered with age. The patrons are generally seamen. They are surly, suspicious, and generally unwilling to talk to anyone who is not a seaman. But you're dressed down. You having a few drinks? Yeah. Very good. Of course. Try to talk to anyone or just sitting around? Uh, we'll listen to see what people are talking about first and try to strike up a conversation. You start to talk to a few people, and as soon as you mention Douglas, they kind of clam up a bit and don't tell you a lot. It's clear that they all respected him and don't really want to badmouth his name or drag anything up. Hmm. I'll ask about. Well, let's buy him some liquor. 
No, no, no. We're not talking bad about him. Here, bartender, another drink for my friend here. Okay. That's funny. Um, after you've been in there about an hour or so buying drinks, you notice that there's a small, ugly dwarf of a man who you guess is about 30. Daddy! He looks, <laughs> he might be small, but he looks hugely strong. He kind of catches your eye and sits down at a table in a corner. That's my cute. Are you going on over? <laughs> you're so different when your mum's not around. Slip the collar up and go across the dance floor. <laughs> you're doing funky dancing towards the ugly dwarf. No, because apparently this is a sailor's bar and they don't have dance like they do an airplane. Movie. Okay. Well, Try again. No. Do it again. Please. <laughs> Not two years off and I will. Okay. All right. I remember the age you told me last. Okay. I just flipped the collar up like that. Let's go. Your face is funny. You've got a big grin on this. That's, that's uh, for the spank bank, dear. <laughs> that's the sight. Most of my, my spank bank is the spank bank. So you have a spank bank? Yeah. Sit down. That's what they were telling me about. She had it all in her life. <laughs> And David's in it. <laughs> David, Not anymore. David's Shunt. all over it. He's no fun. So lucky. My hey, come here. Who's talking to me? Oh, my name's Ori. Oh. Corey? Ori. Oh. Ori Wheaton. No, Ori. Ori Whispering. Oh, you know he's related to Will Wheaton. Kill him now. <laughs> it's his long lost <laughs> grandfather. Oh, crap. I heard you talking about Douglas. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah? He was here with three other fellas, all in deep discussion. Do you know about what? No. Um, I couldn't really hear most of what they said. They said things like Starkweather and Lexington. I recall them names specifically because they've been in the papers. He left on his own. You see anybody follow him? No. Can't say I did. Did you recall who the other two people were? Never seen them before. Three people. There were three others. <laughs> if I'm videoed what I can see through this view, find them That's what I was going to ask the sailor guys, <laughs> but then you said something about a dwarf man. The dwarf man's telling you. Friends. You recognize anything like Wikes? Grime? Pruer? What was Brewer? That? Brewer. <laughs> ah, they definitely look like sailors. Actually, one of them could have been Brewer now you come to think of it. I'm not doing anything. I know I was going to pat the dog. <laughs> Your leg was in the way. <laughs> okay, what was going on again? That was it. He's telling me one of them was probably Brewer. Do you know where he went? No. They left after he did. You know what? I'm getting there. I gotta work my way around. You gotta work your way around. I like that. The heck was. Oh, God. It's Rube's. The dog's farting through its mouth. Can I have the. That's breathing. Can I have the scissors, please, sweetheart? Thank you, my darling. Ruby was thinking it, and it looked like if she was fucking David. 
you recall seeing anybody or hearing about anybody in their conversation maybe named Anthony Southcote? Can't say I do. Anyway, I talked to you long enough, lad. I'm going to leave you. Good luck. All right. Agent out. <laughs> You're funny. He's a funny man, that man. This guy forever now. <laughs> it's the hand gestures that make it all worthwhile. <laughs> so, what else are you doing? You've been to the Purple Cup. You've figured out that Douglas was here with... Wilkes, Grimes, and Brewer. At some point, that sounds before. like some really awful like lawyers. Life. Yeah, you've made an appointment to speak to um, Ochgolin, the lawyer man, Gerald Brackman the following well, morning. I have to go and see him. Yes. So, you doing anything else that evening? Going to harass the case of Lexington? Anything else? I'm not going anywhere yeah. near that woman. Call her. Okay. I ate her. I have to roll to see if the lion is busy or not. He seems to have stolen my dad's soldier shot. Hmm. The lion is busy. Dang it. You're going to have to go over to her house to stalk her. Oh, that's a lie. That was a six. My apologies. Mm. Lexington. Hello. How can I help you? Is this Lexington? Yes. Hello. How can I help you, sir? Do you know someone by the name of Anthony Southcote? He gave me his number as a reference. I'm afraid not, sir. This is the Lexington estate. All right, thank you. Why didn't you ask for a case here? <laughs> Did you have a brain fart? No, I no. just wanted to call to see what would happen. You just wanted to give them crank calls? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to crank call them all night. <laughs> Hello? Is your refrigerator running? What's your refrigerator? Better go catch it. <laughs> Anachronistic pranks. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that'll piss it right off. So, you heading to bed? Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll see as Lindsay's walked off. Tracy finds this shoved under his door. Hey, it's the phone number from that cop. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy's got a letter under his door when you get back that evening. What does it say, Tracy? Dear. It's a typed letter, this one. Oh. You must listen to this warning. There will be no others. After this, only action remains. I do not expect any of you to understand my reasons. But all that is necessary is that you act. Consider this a threat, if you like. A most earnest threat. The expedition must not sail south. Captain Douglas was only the first to die. If you persist in your brave, blind hopes, you will all perish. Only those who turn back are safe. I hope that you will be among them. Let the dead lie peacefully with their secrets. They are the only ones who are beyond pain. Nothing awaits upon the ice but suffering. And the bitter ending that I will do anything to help you avoid. Yes, help. <laughs> Even death is a blessing compared to what lies in wait. I suppose you will blame me for everything. I don't mind. Even though it's not true, there are forces at work here that you do not understand. And I have to be content with that. 
The deadliest sin sometimes is in the understanding, and the most damned are those who explain. Please, I urge you, turn away. Tell the others for your own sake, for all of us. Turn back while you can. There is nothing more that I dare say. Most sincerely, a better friend than you will ever know. Is that another letter telling us not to go? Yeah. I feel positively left of it. <laughs> well, you could have had it wandered off down the corridor. I'm sorry, I'm dealing with your dog. My dog now? Yes. What's the my dog? dog that I've had to take out from the bathroom and all sorts of other things while we've been playing. You're well there, the dog. Entertain. Mm-hmm. Would you like to switch places? Oh, good. You can run it if you like, you were gonna. You've read it this far, I'm sure. I've read any of the adventure. I think you did. Okay, so we have plans now. You yes, you wake up in the morning um, and have breakfast. Mo discusses that there is now increased security at the hotel and at the dock. Um, he asks you all to sign in and out at the desk whenever you leave the hotel. That's a security dog. I like that. Yeah, and two burly stevedores join the watchman at the ship. No one but the cargo loaders, the crew, and the members of the expedition are allowed on board the ship or on the pier. Dock passes are now always asked for. You must each meet with Peter Sykes on the ship that morning um, for your final fitting of your expedition gear. He barks too. Apparently. Apparently. You all can do that at some point this morning. Oh, is he being rough with you? Tell him you're a girl. You don't rough house. You're, del- you're decolate, aren't you? Decolate? Decolate. Oh. So, what are you doing? Are you going to meet this Gerald chap? Uh. <sighs> yep. Okay. You head out to uh, 8th Avenue and 91st Street, which is a... and head up to Brackman's office on the fourth story of the six-story brownstone. You're shown into the office by his secretary. Brackman himself is a polished professional man of about 50, tall and solid with receding hairline and a prominent Roman nose. Ah, Mr. Haw... Oh, no, are you going or is he going? I'm going. Oh. Uh, well, you told me to go. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. you were sitting there playing with Hello, you. miss. Uh, I was I'm expecting a Mr. Haw. Uh, Mr. Haw is still engaged in something else, and I'm his... Assistant, he's ah. asked me to come in his stead. How can I help you? Oh crap! He never told me. What you <laughs> want me to ask? What do you want me to ask? Well, I didn't know. Here's a note. Um, we were given your name by Mr. Douglas. Ah, yes, Captain Douglas. Uh, the tragedy. Yeah. Um, could you tell me what you were working with him on? I'm afraid it's confidential. Okay. Especially now. Could you give us any information that might help us in the finding of the whereabouts of his killers? All I can tell you is that... Um, We've been hired by the family to um, do some investigating on course. their behalf. All I can tell you is that um, he met with me at 2pm on September the 5th. Okay. Um, the contents of that, I'm afraid, is uh, confidential. Um, is there nothing you can give me to help? I mean, his poor brother has asked us desperately to try and find out some information about what was going on. I'm afraid not, no. He left no papers with me. 
or documents of any kind, um, and he didn't discuss anything that would be outside the um, realms of a, profession, a professional relationship, is all I can tell you, I'm afraid. Is there any way I can get any more information out of him, or is he just not going to tell me anything? So what's the point of this character? It's in Cthulhu you often find certain clues okay. that that really, lead you to nothing. That really lead you to a dead end. Yes. And then you go insane. Ruby killed. And then you go insane. The idea is to make it more mundane. He writes down everything, so you have to check everything to find the stuff that's important and filter through it. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me do it. <laughs> what? What should we do? her boobs. Are you no. looking boobs, dog? It's in public. So what are you doing? Private. It's okay. Always. <laughs> it's a comfort thing, apparently. <laughs> you all attend the morning at some point to have your Arctic gear sized. Yeah. Uh, you're dressed from the skin outwards, complete with gloves, boots, hats and masks. No, no. Questioned about the fit. Uh, new outfits are removed, packaged neatly away in individual boxes until they're needed. Takes about an hour each. Okay. I can't put my arms down. <laughs> 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 like a big ball of like goose fur. <laughs> goose, goose fur. Those furry geese. Nobody was questioning it either. They're not allowed napkins. It's a Cthulhu animal. Yes, it's a Cthulhuid animal. Are we, are we thinking we're going to run away with that? I don't The think. afternoon papers carry a statement from Professor Moore on Douglas's death. Along with the expected expressions of sorrow and condolence, Moore announces that Captain Henry Vrendberg, also an accomplished sailing master with a great deal of experience at sea, has agreed to take Douglas's place in the expedition. Yay! We really need a famous guy's brother. Well, it's the funeral. No, I call back to my office Mm -hmm. to get information on those names. Who are you looking for? Uh, I gave them all the names, so start as you will. Get a fat piece of paper. Um, Jenna, um, yes, uh, Gerald Brackman, he's a lawyer somewhere up on um, 8th Avenue and 91st. Yes. I believe he I've deals with um, conveyancing, general wills, that sort of thing. Hmm. Maybe we should look at That's an idea. See what his will is. This guy was half as crazy as his letters. We didn't get much on Wikes, Grimes, and Brewer, I'm afraid. They're quite common names. Yes. Though uh, there was uh, Wikes, Grimes, and Brewer, all sailors on the Arkham expedition. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Casey Lexington, you obviously know. She's that socialite woman. What yes. else did you bandy out? Um, south coat. We can't find anything on a south coat, I'm afraid. Okay. Well, well let's call everybody. Try to find the brother maybe at the funeral. See if we can get a get an idea on this guy's uh, will. So I have a funny feeling that that might tell us some stuff about what he has that we need to know about. Hmm. Just a thought. Because crazy people tend to. What are you doing to my? You're making my dog a wheelbarrow. <laughs> what is he doing? He's lifted her back end off the floor with his foot. <laughs> Like weightlifting over this. She just sat down quiet. <laughs> She's just letting him do it. <laughs> it's because it's because he's rubbing the naughty bits. <laughs> <laughs> she's only seven. Well, she's warm. Well, she still she's... has naughty bits. No, she doesn't. She's trying to step over. They're in cling film it. until she's thirty. Right. Yes. Come you on, you can do it. One more foot. Okay. Chin. You know, you've never had this much attention, have you? Yeah. You're not she's getting been, it again. She's been pretty good, all in all, considered. 
You've you... been getting up and running after No, I haven't. You've done a cracking job looking after the dog. Yeah, and look... the That's table. why she's been so good. And looking after these three terrible boys. Hey, we've been good. You're doing a crackhead job. <laughs> I'm doing a crackhead job, I think. Head job. Ah. <laughs> How's your kettle? Is it clean now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, she's learning how to get out of it now. I think I think a crackhead job is what most of most of Ned's employees do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ned doesn't pay in money, do you, Ned? No. <laughs> no. Straight up wheeze. So, do you want to continue on to the eighth? Or would you like to break off here I think and I'd like to break attend off. the funeral then? Yeah, yeah it's ten thirty. Yeah. Okay. I'd say we attend the funeral. <laughs> you're, you're naughty, Ned. You're naughty. Well, do you want to play with the whiskers? Mm-hmm. Ruby, don't lick his fingers. You don't know where he's been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you watch my webcam, you would. It's <laughs> enough. Oh, well, uh, I read your blog. <laughs> Not I'm voluntarily. Still, I'm still curious about the picture of the naked lady with the accordion. That's smiley. Smiley, the okay, naked lady with the accordion. <laughs> I don't know, she could trap all sorts if she closed that accordion. Hmm? She could trap all yeah, kinds of things if she closed from. that accordion. I don't even know who she is, I just found the picture on the internet one day. That's so funny. She'd probably shoot me up, I've been using that thing for two years. <laughs> just some Quick, naked... Ned, let's get the experience. There isn't any experience. <gasps> no, oh, what's the challenge rating and all that? Come on, we need to level up! The challenge rating. <laughs> Some of you made some skill checks, but we're not going to get into that yet because you're not really doing it for any other reason. How do I stop the recorder? You press the, the off button. Record button again. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Bye.